Wes, not wearing any clothes, rises into view of the camera. Mm. You know that sinking feeling you sometimes get the morning after? Wes rolls off Lila and lies down on his side of the bed. It arrived early. Stretching. <laughs> it's like a little death. Several, in fact. Get out. Lila rolls out of bed with a little laugh. What, no sweet kiss? No, when can I see you again? Wes gives her a look. Watch the dirty looks. That's what got me going in the first place. Lila begins to pull on her clothes. I'll give you this. You sure know how to channel your rage, frustration, and hate. Always a bigger turn-on than love. You still here? Chuckling. <laughs> I'm starting to like you, Wes. Don't go making more of this than it is. I'm not one of those doughy-eyed girls of angel investigations. Don't be thinking about me when I'm gone. I wasn't thinking about you when you were here. Hmm. So, your former boss has a soul, and you're losing yours. Why, you're just new all over, aren't you? Lila picks up her jacket and her bra and walks out of Wes's apartment. Wes lies, staring at the ceiling. <laughs> that was really good that you kept staring at the ceiling. Because yeah. <laughs> the words weren't true until you did it. Basically. I was in the moment, mm. following it to the end. Yeah, yeah. and that's that's what a true actor does. <laughs> I mean, it's not the scene's not over until we say cut. So. <laughs> right. You're uh, still acting. Yeah, you're still yeah. acting. Mm-hmm. Camera's rolling. Camera's rolling. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it reminds me of, did you ever watch the show is the weird one, but, uh, police, police squad. Mm-mm. Uh, it's like the naked, the naked gun series. Was I based did. On, I did. Yeah. At the end of every episode it's cause back in the eighties and seventies, they would do freeze frames to end episodes of shows. So at the end of every episode of, it's, it's called police squad. Right? I think you're right. Yeah. Um, and it's, they would just, all the characters would just freeze. And hold it for the oh entire God. credits. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny. And like sometimes they'd be like pouring coffee and they'd freeze and like the coffee would just like pour over. And oh, like, that's very mm-hmm. cool. And like, so, you know, they played it up. So like the, I think the first time, because there's only like seven episodes of the show, right. uh, like the first time they ju- they like just freeze and you're like, they're just frozen. <laughs> and like the ne- like they heighten each subsequent episode and that's do like awesome. fun things. But it's, I feel that way sometimes on stage. Yeah. Especially when it's an edit point. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I may, we got it. Oh, we're, okay. I'm not, we're not editing. Okay. Um, one of our most recent shows, someone new was doing the lights yeah. and they were doing this thing where they would flicker them. <gasps> oh, wow. Because I think they were nervous and they were mm-hmm. like, uh, and then they would not mm-hmm. do it. So then the last five minutes of our shows were just like buttons. We'd be like, oh, and no. that's why you don't take a car. <laughs> and I, who knew this week would be so crazy. <laughs> just like stopping. And we're like, oh my God, it's not ending. came together at the end. <laughs> The end. Well, I used to do tech now. at Second City Hollywood. Oh, wow. And that board at the time was very sensitive. And I was new. <laughs> yes. I was calling improv shows. So literally, oh. if I just touched it, the lights would go full, like <gasps> flicker, like full on and back on. And so, yeah, I have my little finger is, is twitching. Oh. I'm like, I'm looking for that joke line. For that. And they would hit it and like, oh, no. And, yeah, and everyone's yeah. like, oh, rup, rup, yep. rup, yeah. Rup. Oh, it's like an aircraft traffic controller. <laughs> yeah. The power you have. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very high stress job. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm a big fan of Hand Up. That's our show. Yeah, so much like you're taking back the power in that exactly. moment. Exactly, mm-hmm. and because you know when your show's done. Mm-hmm. Like, do you remember that time we sang an entire song when we really only wanted to yep. sing it the was, first uh, line? I believe I can fly. <laughs> it really should have ended after <laughs> I believe I can, I can fly. fly. But we sang verses. We got, we got to the reprise. <laughs> it was at least a minute and a half in. It was so long. It was very and was long. Like, and we we all ended up singing like it. Well, we ended up pulling everyone. Yeah, because it was the two of you at right, first. Right, But then everybody. And then everybody came in, but it should have just been really eight bars. Yeah. Max. <laughs> right. 
everyone in the audience got it. We yeah, knew what was happening. We knew what was happening. We're we're a team. But we're like, okay, I got to remember the, yeah, yeah, verse three. The entire, <laughs> I'm trying to picture little Michael Jordan playing on <laughs> <in> the street. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. Has there ever been like other ways to do that? Like that's our show. It's very clear. Yeah. Has yes. anyone ever like turned to the audience and like, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> or just like everybody silently going and sitting down in the audience because we're assuming that this is a half full show. Right. Because <laughs> it is. Let's not play. It's a good day. It's a half full. Show. I mean, sure, and right. for my shows, it's like half full, and a significant part of the fullness is the team. It's other teams. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I could sit down. We oh, we could just tag out. Oh. And tag them in like uh, wrestling. Oh, yeah, that's great. That's awesome. That would be fun. I've always wanted to have everyone literally leave the theater. So, like, mm-hmm. let's say we feel the ending yeah. is coming. You would start, you would leave, you would go up, you would get in your car and leave. Like, you'd leave the theater. You'd leave go the theater. Home. And so the stage would literally be empty. We're gone. <laughs> how long does the audience sit? I don't know. <gasps> Who knows? Here's the thing. On some, how you you do need it. to have one person, a plant. Go, I think it's done. No, I was just saying. <laughs> To observe and report back. Oh, sure. Oh, so more less a plant, more spy. <laughs> You're okay, assuming a, mole. a very a small mole. audience again. Yeah. No, this is a. Well, again, how do I know? I'm in my car. Oh yeah. So, but you're, the show's done for you. So, but I want to know how long the audience sat <laughs> there. Okay. This so sh- this is what you do. You um set up a little camera that's live streaming. It's mm-hmm. like in a teddy bear. It's in a. T- <laughs> it's a nanny cam. In the seat. In you the have, front row. It's in the front row. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That paid for admittance, by the uh-huh. way. It, yes. it paid yeah, for yeah. the seat, yeah. I mean, get butts in seats. That's what you got to do. <laughs> Doesn't matter what okay. it is. Is that a weird theme show? Everyone get- bring a stuffed animal. <laughs> and if you if there's not a butt in the seat, there's a stuffed animal in the seat. That would be so That's awesome. That's really cool. It's like slightly horrifying, but really cool. Or every seat has a stuffed animal. If you sit in it, you get to hold the stuffed animal. That's great. I but like that. if you don't sit in it, it just is a little fresh. What about Beanie Babies? Too they're, small. They're small, but... You have some, right? I have a lot. <laughs> I, was like, why we, I, I was like, we could execute this tonight yeah. with Beanie Babies. This is why I ask because uh, m- at mother and father's house there are hundreds of Beanie Babies. Is there <laughs> is there uh, a maximum? Like you don't want a mannequin sitting there, right? Mannequin's too big because you can't you can't sit with a mannequin on your lap. That's too much. That's I mean, too much if you to do, ask the audience, if you do, if you if you come into a room. And there's a, a bunch of seats, and there's stuffed animals, and then one mannequin, and you choose the mannequin seat. You're a psychopath. You're a psychopath. <laughs> but what if you sit in the mannequin's lap? Or that's a that's a whole other. You thing will break going that on? mannequin's legs. The man- mannequins are hollow. <laughs> <laughs> They're not a solid piece. Well, because the the teddy bear part, or if there's stuffed animal, is like you can hug it. It's like a comfort thing. Like your life is better with a stuffed animal in your lap. Right. Your if life you're is whole- not. Is your life better with a man- mannequin? I don't. I don't know. I'm if not. You're like. A serial killer. You're pretending you're... like you don't know, but I think you know, Chris. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying some people may be like, yeah, a mannequin. <laughs> I'd rather have a plastic ma- human mannequin than a squishy tushy bear. <laughs> squishy tushy <laughs> Got a, a, ba- a stuffed animal with a big old butt. <laughs> Give me a <laughs> big squishy butt teddy bear. Suddenly the mannequin people don't seem as bad. <laughs> uh, you know who's never had a stuffed animal probably? Stephen Connor. Stephen Connor. <laughs> he's never had a stuffed animal. He's probably had he's a corpse of, animals. A, of a right. Human. He's had like a dead, whatever dimension beast. beast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cor- Cortoth beast. Um, welcome to another episode of Tall, Dark, and Broody. I'm one of your co-hosts, Callie Nugent. I'm another of your co-hosts, Ryan Mogi. And today we have a special guest, one of our favorites, back for the probably what third or fourth time. I mean, who knows? Why are we counting? Because. It's just all good times. It is all good times. Uh, writer comedian is here 
Chris McGowan. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I think this is my second uh, closing season. I think I closed yeah. out your last yes. angel season. Well, you, do, you do a really good job of it. Okay. You are our angel expert. <laughs> Yes, and you are great at fan correcting, I fixing do, yeah. all the mistakes the yes. writers made. Oh, and we'll get into fan correcting. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's tons this season. So I, there's I'm, a lot this because that's the fun thing about having you on at the end of the season is we can look back at the whole season mm-hmm. and we don't have to just stick to the episodes. Yeah, which is nice because we there's so much going on. There's so much, and yeah. I feel like even for the following season, there's going to be a lot that we'll need you to come in for. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then I mean, I mean, we just have one left, <laughs> and, and then we all cry. <laughs> We'll all come in here and cry. Yes. Okay. So, um, where do we where do we even start? Well, we're we should name the episodes. Oh, we close out. That's uh, a good way to start. Thanks, Kelly. (laughs) You're welcome. Season. What is this? Oh my gosh. Season season three. Season Season three. three, Uh, Episode benediction and tomorrow. And remember when we said last week, if you are not wanting to see any more Connor, turn it off. Because we got a lot of Connor. Some, got- ba- some bad news for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a lot of Connor all around. Yeah. Can we first actually discuss that? Sure. Would you have preferred a baby forever, right? Uh-huh. Like, like for, a baby from, growing up. Right. Baby yeah. grow- or angsty teen. I think it serves the story better to have an angsty teen right. just because, um, like, I mean, I'm sure you can have different things happen with, like, having to, um, like, protect the baby and all that, but. Now we have this introduction of this new character mm-hmm. who, you know, generally I may like or not like, but I think he has like important things to experience and discover. And so mm-hmm. I guess I'd prefer angsty <laughs> yeah, teen it's Connor. Funny. Yeah, I prefer angsty teen. And it's funny because I don't know if you guys, either of you guys were ever daytime soap operas, but this is a very common thing that happens. It's called um, uh, Soras Soap Opera Rapid Aging System. A syndrome mm-hmm. where oh. a character will like go away to boarding school at age like six because six is still cute. You can read your lines. You can have storylines mm-hmm. sometimes. And then they go away at like age six and come back in two months and they're like 17 and ready <laughs> to fall in love. Because that's kind of like you, you can have like little kids. Then like you're a teen falling in love. Then you're married. Yeah. Then you're old. Because <laughs> <That's so> here's <laughs> And I think they've also learned that nobody like from Buffy that people generally don't like a like 12 year old character. Yeah, too much. You it's, think this is a dawn lesson? Is that what maybe, you're saying? I mean, okay. I don't know. Maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like conscious, but I think they were like. I will say though, um, and this never happens, so it, it's not a spoiler of mm-hmm. any kind. I guess I'm spoiling that it doesn't happen, but their shows are on different networks. I always thought <laughs> I would watch like a Dawn Connor episode. Yeah. Like the two of them. Oh, yeah. Because like, I mean, who knows what their adventure would be? They probably wouldn't get along. Like, but I would be into, I'd be like into seeing what, like, what is Dawn away from all of her people, all of Buffy people, or like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what this story, I mean, I'm sure there's fanfic. I'm picturing them at a diner, both having milkshakes, Mm -hmm. saying nothing for 10 minutes. Yeah. Yes. That's the first 10 minutes of the show. And I'm (laughs) laughing so hard. Connor is like guzzling Uh his milkshake. And she's like kind of scared, but intrigued. Yeah. Right, and like looking at him, looking at the, like maybe the the serving staff in the kitchen, back at him. Just silence. Oh my god, that would be the cold open. It would be. And it would be like two minutes of just that, and then it's just Dawn and Connor's adventure. And then a mashup of the theme song, so it's Buffy and, Vi- yeah. and Angel. Wait, can we like make this? Are we? And then when we, we make c- this? When it, com- <laughs> when it comes back from the from the theme song, right. um, 
his milkshake is empty and he's eating the little jams. <laughs> and then she like kind of pushes her milkshake. Yeah. She's not thirsty anymore. No, no, no. And so she like pushes hers toward him and she's right. like, here you go. Mm. She's like, so we should probably get that amulet. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> also, I would, I would picture her being annoyed with him by the end. Like she, oh, yeah. I think she would have a crush on him in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then by the end, she'd be like, ugh. And then she would come home and like Buffy would be like, so he's brooding. And she's like, yeah, that's fucking boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> brooding everywhere. No, thank you. Because <laughs> he would also, at, at some point, Midway, just run off. Oh, yeah. He would have to he run would, away for some he reason. Would, like he yeah. thinks he sees something and he run, and Don's like, where did you go? Yeah. No, yeah. So there's, there's, <laughs> there's one, uh, like the entire second act of the episode is him Riding around on a city bus, yeah. Her just being like, "What?" Where? And, and I think she would like eventually get things done. She'd probably have, she'd steal something. Right. She's really good at stealing. She's, she's very good at stealing. So she'd like palm whatever she was needing to steal, right. mm-hmm. and then he would come back and be like, "I'm here to save you." And she's like, "Yeah, no, we're yeah. Let's just right. go home. <laughs> I'm over. It's it. done." <laughs> I also like the idea that Connor is now used to riding the bus, so he like, yeah. he had <laughs> that's the only way he, he has like a, he has like a little seat that he brings with him. <laughs> <laughs> a little like, fold out. Yeah, it's like those lawn chairs you yes. get for, at the, the Hollywood. Low ones. Yeah, <laughs> yes. So that way you don't block anyone's view. Yeah, your butt's basically on the ground, but you got a backrest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he doesn't know where the buses go, so he's just no. riding them. He just rides. <laughs> I think this works. Yeah, right. I think it works. Great, and we can um, reuse a lot of that footage, just that they already shot. Yeah, no, <laughs> just a lot of him. Like, okay, it doesn't matter. He's wearing animal skins. Like, it's right. Fine. right. Um, but we don't get that in this episode. No, <laughs> we do. We do not. <laughs> no, we, do not. we start off with Angel being strangely like positive about things with Connor, mm-hmm. even though it's, it seems like what's happening isn't that positive, right? Because okay, what's just happened? He and they had a fun little fight in the alley, right? Like they were no, they or well, I mean, I don't know, fun. He saved Connor, right? He took a bullet for Connor, that's and then he told right. Connor, "You always have a home." And then Connor walked away from him. Oh, that's right. <laughs> And then he comes home and he's like, yeah, he'll be okay. Yeah. It just. Well, they did have the fight, the, uh, the sparring in the alley. So he's probably like, this is good. Yeah. It right. was like, well, they hadn't was had the like, happy sparring in the alley. They had. That's later. They, the beginning of the episode, they hadn't had like their like smiley time. No, no. It wasn't smiling. It was like, um, like, eh, eh, eh. Oh, like he knows moves. he can fight. Right. And then Angel's like, oh, I'm uh, like, he says like one line about like, you're good at fighting or something yeah. like that. And well, then he yeah, says that obviously he's good at fighting. He murdered that one guy or like cut that guy's ear off. Yeah. He can jump That's on top of buses. <laughs> right. Also, he's survived in Quartoth. Yeah. So right. like, it's not a surprise. Yeah. He had that little, pe- that little steak shooter. Oh, yeah. Which uh-huh. he doesn't really seem to use anymore. No. Which was cool when you first see it. Yeah. But yeah. I think yeah. budget. Yeah. They're like, we can't use that thing They again. used it on some other stuff. There's some CGI in this. Oh, these two oh yeah. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. in tomorrow. Um. Well, I but, guess Angel thinks this is his son. Like he thinks there is a a connection yes. that mm-hmm. will transcend whatever happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess at this point he doesn't think I guess he thinks he just came back to find him to find his dad. He doesn't suspect anything else would be going on, right? I mean, I think he doesn't at this point know about Holtz being there, mm-hmm. right? Well, mm-hmm. being on Earth. Right. right. But he does know that Holtz raised him and that Connor thinks Holtz is his father. Yeah. Right. Um so I think he's like, but it is weird because so he's like, everything's great, yeah. which I was like, mm. but Angel is a man of extremes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. And compartmentalizing. Yes. So he's like, this is great. Um, I want to give him space so mm-hmm. that he'll want to come here. Yeah. He's patient. He's lived for hundreds of years. Yeah. 
And it's good that the rest of the gang is like, what are you doing? Yeah, He has no idea what's going on. He's running around the city. Yeah. (laughs) It's fine. He's a crazy feral child. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he doesn't know how to use a spoon. He doesn't know all the ways to use a spoon, but he does know how to use a spoon. I mean, he learns. He learns that there are many ways to use a spoon. Um, (laughs) Maybe in our Dawn Stephen Connor show, we get a quick flashback of younger Holtz showing Stephen Connor how to use a spoon. I love yeah. it. Like a, you know, like a like a new knife and fork on the other side of the plate. Yeah. Yes. Like and they're all montage. made out of like bones. <laughs> yeah. And they're all made of, anim- of de- demon bones. <laughs> and he's like, here, all we have to drink is this acid water. But if we did have wine, the glass would go here. <laughs> like, d- okay. Why doesn't Connor have his dad's accent? I don't know. That's I mean, a good question. I mean, yeah. it's a TV show. But he should not speak he, with an American accent. No. He should speak with a strangely old school. Because old school, where is Holtz from? He's from England. England. Doesn't he say that? Yeah, he's from yeah, England. Yeah, he's from England. But it's like old-timey England. He should have like an old-timey England who came to or came to modern <laughs> times, watched a bunch of TV on a bunch of different screens, and then lived in Corton. Well, we can, we can fan correct this. Okay, let's as, do it. As is my job. Okay. There were more people in Corton. <gasps> oh, my God. I love uh, it. Or, I mean... We know that demons can speak English. Oh, maybe they... Skip might have popped in. Yeah. Oh, I love Skip so much. Uh, Well, let's talk about Skip later. (laughs) I'm excited. Flame war. Flame war. Yeah, let's flame each other. (laughs) That would be amazing. Like, two-minute flame war on on this podcast. And we just text each other. Because you can't do an... uh, In-person flame war is just a fight. No, it's just a fight. It's an argument. It's two minutes of silence on the podcast. Uh Like Don, Steve, and Connor. Yes. Then we read it back to each other. (laughs) As each other, so you can have right. empathy. Right, we pass it around, so we're not reading our ass. Um, Holtz, here's the thing. Holtz looks rough, mm-hmm. yeah. but he also looks like such TV old man. Yes. yes. it do- No real old men, and part of it is real old men sun- get sunken, right? and you can't really sunken a face that has collagen in it. Well, then you just keep building. You keep building, you and keep that's building what they did. So he's like a big old head. Huge head. Huge head. <laughs> and like old people do get liver spots, but they're not... They're not like a speckling, speckling like that. It's just, that it just looks, looks like so a fake. like a scar or something. Like I didn't yeah. know what that was. And it, yeah, it's and maybe it was like uh, maybe it was pockmarks from like he got burned by a dragon. Sure. We'll fan correct that. Okay. okay, there was a dragon fight. <laughs> okay, his face got burned. Okay, okay, great, done. Because he wouldn't look that old in 16, 17 years. Well, also the, the, there's the question of what happens to your body when you are brought forward in time. You're out of time. Mm-hmm. A demon did it. Like. Would you decay at a rate that is? Oh, that's good too. More. Yeah, that's a good fan correction. And he doesn't have the Thanks. same constitution. <laughs> <I'm learning. laughs> he doesn't have the same constitution as uh, Connor, who is right. young and born of two vampires. He's born of two vampires and has superpowers, and we don't really examine that very much. Nah, because we all thought he was human. I thought Based he on- was. The show keeps constantly reminding up until this point he's yeah. human go to the doctor he's human nothing wrong with him but he clearly has something more than yeah he's something's going on he's at least slayer level yeah strong. strength yeah. yes and oh. jumping and landing would love to see a fight between him and the slayer oh. and then angel shows up and buffy's so pissed that he isn't on her side yeah she's and he's he's like bt dubs we have not been together for 10 years yeah and she's like you had a son He's like, I can't explain it either. <laughs> With Darla? <laughs> I watched you kill her. <laughs> oh my God. Am I in a mental institution? <laughs> and um, I know this might venture into spoiler territory, so we don't have to address it. But do we ever really figure out why or how Darla got pregnant? 
because I could have sworn on this very podcast we talked about vampires at the point of excitement, and it's just yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, so so I don't know if the show deals with that. So I don't. Again, if I think it's uh, and this is the ultimate correction of everything. Mm-hmm. It's the powers that be decided that decided. There you go. Yeah, we're just like eh, magic. I mean, there's so many. There are a bunch of things towards the end of this these two episodes. Oh where my god! Like, yeah, they just decided. Um, yeah, uh, Connor is rocking the classic, and I think we talked about it last week. Ooh. The double shirt, yeah, I long wore that. sleeve Shirts outside a long sleeve. I wore yeah. that for sure. Yeah, I, I wore it in sports context more than like mm. going to school. I wore it in a math class context. <laughs> I was rocking. I love that look because, like, I would never wear. I rarely would wear a long sleeve shirt over a t-shirt. No, 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 no. It's, no, it's to extend the sleeves. It's yeah, extending the sleeves. And oh, do you remember? When the sleeves came out with, well, one, you would sometimes rip the thumb holes mm-hmm. in the sleeves, but then when they came out with thumb holes, yeah. I was like, we are living in a beautiful age. Yeah. And that was even like before Instagram. Yeah. Like, that was marketing executives out in the street, like, hey, the kids are putting their thumbs through their shirts. Let's make them that way. Yeah. And they were so smart. Yeah. Good job, Marcus. Because it worked. Guys. I totally ate it up. <laughs> I loved it. I um, honestly, sometimes I wonder, I mean, I live in LA and it's hot, but they could bring it back. I have worn, I went and bought a uh, like long drapey jacket for mm-hmm. that uh, Nancy costume yeah. and it had <gasps> that mm-hmm. and I was so excited and yeah. happy. <laughs> it's great. Um, but Connor's wearing that with his like classic Connor jeans, which is those yes. light blue jeans. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh. Um, <laughs> and he's just jumping around, running around, fighting. Stealing, stealing. from vending machines. Oh yeah, he's he steals from the vending machine. He has like some moments with dad. He loves junk food. This kid is cuckoo. I know for junk food. He he's gonna get sick from eating all that junk food. Yeah, I think. he's got it. But we talked about it. he has a really good constitution. That's true. He he's does been eating demon stuff, <laughs> but he's like not used to it. He's like I I think he's gonna at least have like some gas. Has he ever not had gas in his life though? I think maybe that's normal for him. Yeah, I think his life is just gas. Yeah, I'm sure he would have had gas eating. Demon, Demon meat. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That can't be good for you. He should get a probiotic though. Yes. Again, that might have happened, you know, off screen. Off like, screen. I mean, Holt's got him a, po- a right. probiotic. Right. They're not the entire time talking about how they're going to kill Angel. So at some point, I'm sure it comes up. I'm going to give you a pro- cult. Pro- <laughs> probiotic. <laughs> it's just a small yogurt drink. Oh my God. Drink it quick. I don't need it, Dad. <laughs> oh, Dad. There's so much exposition in that hotel room there's too much i'm like we yeah i mean i guess maybe sometimes people check in on a show in the penultimate episode mm-hmm. but like we pretty much know what happened before they talk about it <laughs> like yeah right um but they use crystals mm-hmm. you. <laughs> love crystals <laughs> um and it oh this is the part right where so uh basically we kind of learn that like holtz wants Connor to it like in doc or not uh, uh to like put himself into the angel group mm-hmm. and at first we don't know they play it cool of like what whether it's like a, a mole situation mm-hmm. right. and then who knows what Holtz's master plan is because I think it's kind of dumb but his I don't think Connor doesn't really know what his role is going to be getting closer to angel and I guess I mean spoiler for the end of this episode I guess uh of the podcast mm-hmm. but I his, I guess his master plan is just pure manipulation. Like, it's just get Connor to get close to Angel so that way the betrayal that he orchestrates later hits harder. Well, and I feel like if you just came to Connor and you're like, hey, 
We're not going to kill Angel. Or no, I guess because that's the, the the betrayal hits harder. But Justine's mission was to kill Angel. Yeah. So it was Connor who came up with the twisted thing that happens at the end. We can talk about it. The like uh, drowning forever thing. Oh, well, that was all Connor, I think, for sure. Yeah. So like, yeah. so Holtz was planned with that. So for a second, Con- so a second Angel would go, oh, no, my son betrayed me and then die. How is that that much worse than, oh, my son's aiming a stake at me and die? I think, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't think Holt's, like, thought about that part, about, like, Connor's going to try and kill Angel. But maybe that is it, where it's, like, I mean, I'm going to make it. seemed to have that as her mission. Yeah. So, I, I, unless she wasn't, I felt like she was following Holt's orders. Well, so she I think. she said, let's kill Angel. The, the killing Angel thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what Justine. Justine, like, I'm just not interested anytime she's on screen. Can we talk about her quickly? Yeah. yeah. Do we think she's in love with Holtz? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> because that devotion supersedes anything other than yeah. I love this man. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to limit her to that, but I mean, the length that she goes, the she even kills. Well, I don't want to jump to tomorrow yet, but she does literally everything. Yeah. For reasons. Yeah. Yes. And like, and we see in the episodes prior to this that like before Holtz comes back, she is completely lost it. Like she's mm-hmm. like lost her mission or whatever. Yes. And I think, I mean, she's in love with him. I think the there's a part of it that is like when you love your cult leader mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, so part of it I think is like a romantic love, but deeper than that, I think it's like a a worship right. love. Yeah. Because um, this this and Buffy as well in and, and their season six, I feel one of the big themes is revenge. Yes, she starts on revenge for her twin sister, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but that that's morphed into something else. Because I love that line. I think it's in Benediction where someone says she's a wannabe slayer. Yeah, yeah. And you can tell that that's that is true. something else they're going on, but mm-hmm. that's not her motivation. I don't think that's her motivation. Yeah, I think she's lost that. I think that's how she tries to think of herself. Mm-hmm. But when you are slitting the throat of humans then no you're not right yeah because we know what a slayer is right yeah um i think yeah justine is a fucking mess here's what i okay (laughs) and holtz i get i like it i don't like it but i think there is something like devious in his manipulation of angel to make angel think oh i'm giving you my son but Mm -hmm. really i'm turning my son against you but there's such a lack of empathy for connor because mm-hmm. what you're yeah. doing is you're leaving Connor completely alone in a world where he will have no one. Yeah, and that was the thing that I just kept thinking was that like Holtz is just such a villain through and through because he we've learned that everything, the entire like however many years, you know, yeah. 17 years or whatever that they were in Kortoth, that he was raising this boy, was this all just to further his revenge against Angel? And so he's just this like creature of revenge. He's only seen Connor as a means to exact revenge on Angel. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think there's something, yeah, it's just something so cruel in that. Yeah. Because, because Connor probably could have killed Angel without Holtz having died. Right. Yeah. That's all just part of Holtz theatricality. And yeah, like I said, it leaves Connor alone in the world in a way that no parent should want that for their child. Mm -hmm. No. Like that's, that's horrible. Well, it is like a very like abusive thing because it's like you are um, alienating them from everybody except you. Like mm-hmm. all he's done is like, like create, like he's made it the perfect um, way to like 
so like crystallize his legacy in Connor's eyes because what he's dead. You can't do anything about a dead man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also you can't ever argue with a dead man in the future. You can't like have differences with a dead man in the future. A dead man can never tell you the truth about their lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just a dead person. Uh-huh. Ugh. Can I offer a very unpopular defense of Holtz? Oh sure. God. I am what? not a Holtz defender. <laughs> but and yet. I I one, I do think, especially in that hotel room scene, I think he does recognize Angel loves his son, Connor. Yeah. Which is weird. So he, he I think a lot of stuff he says in that hotel room is genuine, but that doesn't supersede his desire for getting back at Angel what he did to him. Yeah. Yeah. I think he totally does, and that's why he chooses to do what he does. Right. Where he's like, Oh, I see that Angel truly loves mm-hmm. this boy at like I loved my children. Right. right. I think, oh God, because there's also the part, and uh, I have a confession mm-hmm. um, that it's it's not going to be as shocking as as it was to me for the world, but um, oh wow! But inside, I was shocked at myself. I felt for Connor a lot in these two episodes. Wow! Like I was, I won't say Team Connor, but I had a lot of empathy for him. Mm-hmm. He didn't annoy me really because I was because Holtz was such a twisted jerk. Mm-hmm. Um. I felt really bad for Connor because he was being so manipulated, especially that scene in another alley fight scene when he smiles and it's the first time we've ever seen him smile. And the fact that Holtz witnessed that, not just like he heard about it later, but like, no, he witnessed his son like have a moment of fleeting joy and then destroyed it forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like that motivated him to like punish Connor, which is crazy. Or at least not care that you're squashing something, you're, you're squashing something in Connor that mm-hmm. now can never come back. So now Connor can be a rage monster, a vengeance monster like you. I think here's here's the thing. At this point, I'm gonna also do something surprising to myself and say, I'm not Team Connor. Certainly not Team Connor. But he's doing he's doing like what Wes did, which is like he's doing what he knows with what he knows. Yeah. Sure. I mean, his choice at the very end of this episode is insane. Okay. It's, he's reacting. It's a very vengeance, and I'm not pro vengeance. Mm-hmm. But I, when he's crying in Cordy's arms, I really feel for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is a person who probably has never gotten a hug before. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Holtz doesn't hug. No. no. Like he's feeling comfort, and <laughs> and there's this, and that's part of it that's really sad to me is there's this. He has a chance for a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Holtz destroys his chance to have a family now. Right. That family was about to get destroyed anyway, maybe, because Cordy was going to dump him. But <laughs> but he had this chance for a family, yeah. and it just gets taken away from him. And and gets taken away from him by the person he trusts the most. And that's just such a... Oh! Also, okay. I Since we're on the topic of uh, Connor's, like, illusions of family being shattered... Yes. I was so annoyed at Gunn and... Fred for talking about Angel's plan like they were they were too close to him like for them to be like did he hear us like, oh my god I was like you guys are talking pretty loud like you're talking pretty loud and like <laughs> the whole point of you being with him is so that he doesn't know yeah so maybe just you don't talk about you it at all don't have to talk about it get a little piece of paper and write notes to each other I like you hey, don't maybe just save the conversation for later yeah. right there's a million things to talk about. Yeah. They're, yeah. We're at the, they're at the Santa Monica Pier. Yeah. <laughs> this it's, is a roller coaster, or this is a Ferris wheel. Yeah. Yes, Maybe uh, explain Ferris, right? Great. The person who invented it. Hey, That's sure. a whole line of conversation. They can yeah. talk about food they're going to feed each other later, because they great. really like that. Yeah. They love feeding each other food. Well, talk maybe about the one way. Yeah. <laughs> one way. So we, they can talk about all the food that Gunn's going to feed 
Fred. And how happy and how he's going to be like, I love this girl when she <laughs> yeah. eats a whole popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Which, all right. <laughs> yeah. Or Settle explain Bubba, Bubba Gump Shrimp Company, okay. which is right there. Cool. Oh, that's yeah. a whole, and then they that's can, a whole and then thing. He can, feed her, shrimp. he can feed her uh, all-you-can-eat shrimp bucket. Yep. And every time you could be explain each type of shrimp as she eats it. And he's like, this is a fried shrimp. There's so much to talk about. <laughs> there's Literally, so much. There's, everything. There's like, sand. There's sand. There's It's nighttime. Moon. There's waves. We moon. have one moon. The, there's one moon and it causes tides. Mm-hmm. Um, right now it's low tide. You're wearing jeans at the beach, which people don't usually do. Um, and like, they, almost, so, <laughs> they almost get into uh, aquatic li- animal life. Like they, oh, they, yeah, they're almost this, they're like this, right? It's like, yeah. oh, there's stuff in there. Yeah, she's like, it's there's a lot. We just don't see it right now. Anyway, Angel's anyway, going, kidnappers. Yeah, Angel's gonna go talk to your dad. I mean, to Holtz <laughs> and probably kill him. We don't know. We don't know what his plan is, but I'm gonna let him just do what he's got to do. I was like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> they're idiots. They're not idiots. They're just like not thinking. And I guess it's true that a regular human wouldn't be able to hear it. But they, but they know. I know this guy jumped on a bus. <laughs> I know. Literally, the one thing maybe don't bring up. Yeah. 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 They don't have to talk about it right now. They, <laughs> they seriously don't. don't because that's the thing. Like, neither of them needs to know the information the other person is giving at mm-hmm. this yes. moment. And not to jump ahead, but that is my one issue with the plan. And I think I have a fan correction, but if they don't do that, so let's let's play mm-hmm. out the yeah. scenario where they talk about uh 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 sea life. Okay. Sure. Hang out there for a few hours, go back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. So then what happens? So does I Justine still stab Holtz? With the two fangs, and now she's laying in the street with Holtz, but Connor's at the hotel with Gunn and Fred eating pancakes. Then I think she leaves the body to be found because he's going to go check. He's not net really. Yeah, he'll eventually go back and check. He'll eventually check on his. But one, but in the in the in in the in Holtz's plan, so he he's dead. I Justine is holding him. Mm-hmm. There's no one who's going to walk up and say, "Oh my God, there's a dead person. Let's call the police and paramedics." Oh, I I'm think she'll be, she'll hit them. <laughs> or maybe she'll call Con- maybe she's supposed to call Connor okay and okay. be like your dad you know, she'll call the hotel and ask for Connor <laughs> she'll oh, ask that's for Steven she'll be like oh yeah she'll be like hi this is Justine may I please speak to Steven <laughs> is Steven at home <laughs> and I'm like speaking yeah. <laughs> well try to eat it first and then he'll say yeah. speaking okay that, uh, I, that fan corrects it for yeah me. but it, you're right They to get that moment they it is necessary that he is tipped off and runs really fast because we don't know where their motel they're at, but he's in Santa Monica. Yeah. And he's got to run. He runs. I mean, I think they're in mid city. So I think <laughs> yeah, they go he just runs so down far. Wilshire Boulevard. He goes, I mean, he caught a bus. Let's be shot <laughs> about this. Okay. That's he right. Caught, fan corrected. Uh, bus. The notorious fastest vehicles in Los Angeles. <laughs> The bus at that time of night, it's better yeah. than during rush hour, man. Right. Yeah, that's true. So, he, <laughs> I will say that, uh, top five Connor activities number one, angsty running. He is running okay. angry and angsty. All right, I'm interested. To, are we all named them or you, you got off? No, we can, we can, okay, uh, okay. Are these our favorites or just things that he does oh, so far? <laughs> like, he does frequency, so far. frequency of which he does these things, right? Angsty running, I'd say, is up there. Uh, fake smiling, <laughs> a lot of fake smiling. <laughs> <laughs> with like his eyes communicating like right. I'm with you <laughs> eating junk food yeah that's yeah, number three yeah. um uh there's a lot of inscrutable looks yeah okay a lot which of inscrutable it's looks. hard because again we've talked about how we know the actor's a good actor mm-hmm. so it's hard to know what I'm am I supposed to just like at the end of I know I'm jumping so far ahead mm-hmm. but at the end of this episode or the sorry at the end of tomorrow mm-hmm. 
There's a lot of shots of his face, and I have no clue what he's thinking. No, no, mm-hmm. no idea. Mm-hmm. I think we're supposed to, but also it's not very satisfying. Like, mm. does he have regret? Does he believe some of what his dad is saying to him? Is At he affected point, think, by his no. dad saying, like, oh, because I was sobbing. But yeah. is he affected by his dad saying, I love you, it's not your fault, don't feel bad? Because um, it look there's like a little chink, but you're like, maybe, I, uh, like in his armor. I, I think there is. And then he's like, he's lying. And like, and oh my God. Okay, I wanted to punch Justine in the head. She's when, the fucking worst. When, okay, when he's like clipping him into that like box. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, you killed my father. And Angel's like, no, I didn't. I swear. And Justine's like, he's lying. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you're really fucking helpful, Justine. You're really fucking. I mean, he, she did that. get that boat. She, okay, that was she pretty got, helpful. And the about. box. She I got mean, a, she had to get the box. She got a box. Wait, but wait. I thought the box was a... Oh, I guess it's not. In my mind, I was like, it's a fishing box. Oh. But it has like a that. little... It has a window. <laughs> Why does it have a window? <laughs> but the window is just wire, right? No. I, I, thought, it was a, I thought it was glass. I thought it was glass. Okay, never mind. So there's... So I thought it looked like a fishing... Like a like, lobster box? Yes. Mm-hmm. So it was a big lobster box. Like, but it was amazing. That would have been amazing, but that's not what happened. It's a lead box. It's a lead box with a glass and wire top. And that you can hear through, I guess. We, or we I mean, he has hear- vampire hearing, so maybe we just yeah, hear, mm-hmm. we hear what Connor mm-hmm. hears, and like things to clip you in and get stuck, and then also things to clip it shut. And then she gets a weld. She gets welding equipment. That was pretty intense. She gets that tugboat. She gets yeah. So she's resourceful in a very short amount of time. Yes, yes. Because I can't imagine this took more than twenty four hours from concept to execution. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Um. So to go back to Benediction, <laughs> yes. uh, there is a, they don't do it so so subtly, but maybe some of Connor's motive, Stephen Connor's motivations mm. involves religion, uh, yeah. because Holt says God, yes, yes, uh, oh, you God. Know, oh, God gave you to me, right? Yeah. Angel's right. a demon. Uh, God gave you to me. So yeah. it's almost again they don't they don't no, really dwell on it too right. much. But I wonder if there is a religious aspect to uh, this mission that Stephen Connor feels. Well, and that's part of what makes it so sad. And I wrote down, it's like the scene in Fox and the Hound. Have you guys ever seen that movie? Yes. Where the little old lady takes the fox and leaves him in the woods because he belong- he's a he's a wild animal. He mm-hmm. doesn't belong in a house. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminded me of that. With that scene makes me cry. And this scene made me cry because Connor's so bewildered by this idea. Like, you told me I belonged with you. Yeah. And his father's like, you did for a time. And that time is over. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm giving you up. Because... Oh, that's just so. I feel really bad for Connor. Like I felt really bad for Connor too. That's that's so hard because this is the person. This is only. I mean, maybe there are other people <laughs> in his hell dimension, <laughs> but like this is the, the person that he trusts and loves the most in the world, and that person is saying, "Well, we're done." Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And okay, the fact that man, just like I know that there's like a lot of other things that show uh, Holtz's manipulation, uh-huh. but the fact that he sits there and writes out that whole fucking letter for angel to read which is like all fucking fake yeah and this i also thought it was sneaky that he left it i guess unsealed unsealed but he did it that's part of the manipulation but i'm like you are gross he's gross now in defense of holtz part two oh my god (laughs) uh do we do we assume holtz was religious obviously in his uh original timeline yes i think he was yeah i think like in the olden way that everybody was religious sure so he is uh, I, we don't really do we really see how Sajan convinces him to be put in that little tomb of his and to be frozen in time I don't know if we do I mean well he's sitting there by the fire right and then Sajan shows up and is like hey do you want vengeance and he's right. like yeah mm-hmm. so in theory <laughs> he goes in that little tomb uh-huh. and then he's popped out 
200 years later. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he, in Holtz's righteous fury, maybe he feels this is his mission from God, too. Yes. I think he does. That doesn't excuse it, but yeah. I, I just, in his mind, this is a vampire who killed all my family. I got, I do whatever I need to do. Yeah. Well, and it also, I think, helps him deal with whatever guilt he had that mm-hmm. pushed him into the original vengeance thing. Cause mm-hmm. then he's like, rather than being like, oh, I fucked up and like my family's dead and like blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, I have this mission. This is the thing I need to be doing right now, which is this mission that not only is like this personal thing of like vengeance, but also I, it's like a mission from God. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it means that he screws over both his biological and adoptive family. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so he's a horrible father to two families. Yep. Yes. He's terrible. He's a villain. Yeah, he's yeah. a villain. And I think that the fact that he dies almost feels like I want him to reckon with being a villain. But I know. he never has to. Because his in little his plan, head, he's like, Ooh, yeah. stab me in the neck, girl. I know. Oh, my God. Stab yourself in the neck. Yeah. Ugh. And he's manipulating I, Justine, too. Yeah. Oh, I mean, 100%. Everybody. Yeah. He's manipulated her from the beginning. Right. Yeah. Using other people's quest for their own revenge to further his. Yes. Right. Ugh. Okay. Let's get to something that's like way more fun. What? <laughs> and that is the glow stick rave. Starting <laughs> when Cordy has that vision. That is her best vision ever. I yes. like that. Yeah. And guys, it was like her second to last vision. I know. Before she ascends. That's so mean. I know. Yeah. The show should have been doing fun visions all season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just literally her talking to to Angel in a club. And like she's feel like yeah. I loved that. I was like, why isn't every vision this like visually interesting and like I don't know. I feel like we've been cheated all season. And part of it is she went on vacation. Yeah. For like um, two months. Also special effects budget. Yeah. You can tell sure, that, that the, took a lot of Yeah, work. you're right. But it was just like I would because it I just it's so much more interesting than mm-hmm. how her visions usually are. I felt like and this could have been like uh I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was just like decision making that turned on a dime, but like it felt like all of her, this wasn't something that had been slowly burning. Uh huh. It was like this episode, she, her visions changed. And then well, she Well, we'd had these like mysterious things like she glowed a couple times. Yeah. And she then, did glow that one time. And then she and Gru fought that thing. And then, then like they glowed and like separated. Mm-hmm. Oh, so like yeah. if you were watching with no knowledge of what's up, you know something is crazy. She's Something's glowing different. all over the place. Yeah. But she, you're, there's no time. Does she like sit there and go, we should probably like, fi- things are different. Right. Like. Yeah. She feels she like just, an afterthought, which she yeah. isn't. I think that break with her really didn't help. Yeah. Not having her for whatever, four episodes, mm-hmm. five episodes was like really tough. Yeah. Because um, Doyle always experienced pain too from what I yes. remember. Yes. His was yeah. like Cordy's. Right. Yeah. Right. But then it was like all of a sudden it's like, oh, they're not even painful anymore. She's like super strong. Well, she's super strong. She's a demon who looks like an angel and no one talks about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there's a part of it that's like, Y'all know what demons look like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Demons don't glow, have a white glow and float in the air. Because that's what yeah. we've seen of her. Like right. th- that first episode when she can like no one's going, are, are we sure that's, are we sure that's like, what kind of demon is that? Exactly. Even Wes- Wes- Wesley I mean, should have though. Yeah. Wesley should have been like, okay, so you're a demon who can fly and has a white light around you. We've never Let's- seen him do. He did no research. He was just like, all right, I'm glad your head doesn't hurt anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I'm glad he's glad she didn't die. Right. He is glad. Also, but why has she not visited him? 
So she's ascending without ever talking to Wesley again. I think she, that's so they all up. think that he's dead to them. She should have said goodbye. I think she should have, but she didn't have time. There's no goodbye. time. No, but Fred said goodbye to him. Oh, mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. She, he, their friendship deserved her showing up at his house and being like, you know that right now, Angel's my priority, mm-hmm. but I value the time that we spent together. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that's a little bit to credit to Gru's uh, decision is he feels Cordy is just all Angel all the time. Yeah. Gru's a whole separate issue. Oh, yeah. we haven't but, even touched the Gru. Yeah. The Gru, the Gru stick? the grew stitch the grew stitch Uh, but he is in his point of view she's all angel nothing else so that could explain Mm -hmm. why she doesn't visit Wesley although I didn't even think about that Wesley's absence may help explain why things play out the way they do because if he was there maybe he would say Gunn and Fred please don't talk about the plan yeah yeah yeah, he might be able to help better with all the other situations yeah, he would be, and I bet you he'd be following. He'd be sneaky following uh, <laughs> right. Connor, right. Stephen Connor, to see that he would know. He would know. He would know in an instant because Angel's too blinded by the love of his son, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and uh, Cordy's too blinded. We call it, and the way they play this. Look, oh my god! Before she went on vacation, they had built. I know this thing, this romance, this moment, this thing between them, mm-hmm. and the way it plays out in tomorrow is such bullshit Mm -hmm. yeah her moment of realization is a vision of herself telling herself yeah no you love him oh okay i do yeah what are you fucking talking about (laughs) show what is this show (laughs) yeah because that's the thing she she was on the edge like they were both in love in love with each other and not speaking it and not acknowledging it he was starting to acknowledge it she was not acknowledging it expressly and she wasn't even sure there's also like when when she before grew came back because that's really where things turned but like Mm -hmm. before grew came back you could tell there was, she kind of knew where Angel was headed, but she wasn't. But we were just throwing all that away. And now uh, herself tells herself and then she's into it. Also, what? what? Also, okay. So she's, let's say, let's say fine. She got like distracted because Gru came. Yeah. But she she was, didn't forget how she felt. And that's no. the thing that bugged me because it was like, oh, like, I didn't even know I felt that way about I was like, bitch, you felt that way about him like a month ago. Yeah, you felt What's that way. on? Yeah. And you know what? You squashed it down so that you you separated yourself. You said, okay, so this part of myself, like, the the my priority and my care and the person that I want to take care of is Angel. The person I have sex with is Gru. Mm-hmm. And the person I go on dates with is Gru. Mm-hmm. And you did that. And that. But to not, like, then acknowledge that that's what's been happening and just be like, oh, that's so weird. I'm in love with him. Mm-hmm. Okay, I better tell him right now. What? Yeah. <laughs> Like, it was very, I was, I mean, I've seen this before, but <laughs> it's it's disappointing. Yeah. Because it makes, and now she's ascended. So who knows what happens next? I mean, we do. But it it makes, it also makes her leaving less tragic. Mm-hmm. That's I'm like, thing. you know what? You could have told yourself you'd fall out of love with him and then you'd fall out of love with him. Like, what is any of this yeah. I was really annoyed. Well, does she think that maybe that's the powers that be in that mirror? I mean, clearly it's her herself oh. oh that's interesting i guess that's probably that could be powers that be did that to make her think she's in love with him to so that it's harder for her to leave yeah i think so, so. she has to make a break. okay but even that so then then so then she never is actually dealing with her own feelings mm-hmm. or the, sh- the show is telling us that those feelings have dissipated and they don't exist or we never saw or what what is the show doing <laughs> and even if so then the show's saying that they didn't exist but they did it when we know they did Ugh. we saw them they even had a shot. I remember when she's uh, and they're on the bed, yeah, sleeping, falling yes. asleep with Connor in between them. Yeah, uh, clearly the show visually showing yes their connection. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and 
Okay, when they're hanging out in his room and she's like lounging on his bed and he's like one leg over the side of his chair, I was like, you guys are really comfortable with each other. <laughs> also, like, I'm just picturing the direction being like, more casual, more casual, more casual, more casual, more casual, more and casual. And then it's like this and he just like throws the thing. Like, like, yeah. Roll. <laughs> And then he's like, wait, really? And they're like, we're rolling. We're rolling. We're rolling. Stay there. Stay there, David. Do not move a muscle. Lights. Can we just the lights? A little bit of knee in there. Okay, great. Action. It's like, I guess, I mean, I guess I sometimes sit that way. Not really with my legs spread that way. Favorite for five minutes, though, yeah. right? No, I'll sit like maybe two legs over a side. This is so uncomfortable. It stretches your groin muscle too much. Right. I got to back up to try it. Right, I'm going to try it, too. How comfortable do you feel uh, on the pain scale? <laughs> How do you feel? <laughs> I mean, like you said, it's a good stretch. It's this a, is it's a good stretch. My leg will fall asleep in like two minutes. Yeah, yeah I no. can feel it. My foot is throbbing. It's like, I will put two legs. I mean, if I'm being, it's not polite. Wait, like this. Like sit like. <laughs> okay. I was talking about like putting both legs over, like sitting sideways in a chair. Kelly is now sitting with her legs spread eagle. With one leg over, with her back to the back of the chair, and one leg over each, each arm. arm. It is really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I don't know what I, yeah. I really kind of like this, though. Can I do this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Is this going to, like, screw up or no. 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 I think it sounds great. Uh-huh. Kelly's <laughs> saying that in a way that I don't believe. No. I, th- I think it's great. Not to forgive Cordy. Okay. But can we talk about Skip? Oh, yeah. Because I feel, in this rewatch, I think he's more manipulative than I at first thought about. Because he's all along this season man- yeah. pointing her to this direction. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I have an answer as to why, but he's the one that intercedes and, and gives her the choice, right? To change, to either get rid of the powers or get it back. He's, I guess, the one that gives her this new demon part of her. Mm-hmm. And then he's the one in Tomorrow. I think, I always think of him as a, like a, a, a messenger from someone else. Uh, in a good way or a bad way? Um, not necessarily in either, like, because we, I think it's because when we meet him, he is like a hired hand just guarding Billy. So, like, I think of him as an employee. Right. So, if, yeah, if his boss says, go test this chick, and then he meets her and she's amazing. Because mm-hmm. I always thought it was like, now I'm going to make it sound like he's a car dealership, but like, mm-hmm. then he meets her, she's great. And mm-hmm. then he's like, he goes back to the powers, but he's like, okay, she's really cool. Like, can I cut her a deal? Mm-hmm. Can we make yeah. her de- part demon? And then he comes back and he's like, okay, I got this deal for you. Mm hmm. So I guess I take a little bit of the onus of the cruelty of the things he's asking for her because he's got bosses. Sure. And I think also, well, I think the thing that had us hoodwinked at first with him is that he's so personable and so charismatic. And so we're like, oh, he's a fun, good guy. He's like one of our favorite types of demons, like Clem, which is yeah. like a mm-hmm. uh, friendly, uh, talks just like a normal person uh, demon. Mm-hmm. But I think... He serves a power that's not necessarily always good. It's more self-interested mm-hmm. because or I might be, I might be uh, conflating things that happen later in the series. Yeah. But I don't feel like they're being unfair to her right now, given her actual behavior. Well, Cordelia is literally going to show up at the scene of Angel and Connor fighting. She is, she's on the, mm-hmm. the PCH, right? She's yeah. going to be there in five or ten minutes at and Point she Doom. she keeps complaining about traffic, but it doesn't seem <laughs> that traffic to be flowing. It seems fine. <laughs> I think and she drives on the shoulder. Worse. So Skip. In oh, her... you're right. <laughs> she traffic does. has gotten worse. I think that's what traffic used to be like in Los Angeles. <laughs> well, it, what a time. What a time to be alive. <laughs> I think like even that bus thing. Oh, yeah. Maybe right. buses used to actually be a good way to get from one place to another. Right. Now we're like, pfft. 
Well, I mean, it's the same speed as driving yeah. and slower because you have stops. I guess that's always been true. <laughs> I mean, nowadays, <laughs> buses are slower than cars. Because <laughs> you got to stop. <laughs> um, um, I want to talk about, we haven't really talked much about Wes. We did the scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, his old school computer interface, I think it was old school even then. Because we're almost... Yeah. We're in the late no. 90s, the early 2000s. Like, we're in 2000. Is this 2002? Wait, or 2001 to 2002. Yeah. All right. It's 2001. Like, we've moved past yeah. that DOS. Is he using Gopher? Does anyone remember <laughs> Gopher? I do remember Gopher. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. I just feel like, um, yeah, I'm like, what? Because I'm thinking about the kinds of like computer games I was playing. Sure. Because that's pretty much all I did on computers sure. uh-huh, during that time. Yeah, no. We were, we were past, past whatever he like. Is he using like an Amiga? What is that old <laughs> fucking computer? <laughs> Who knows? Well, he has a Mac laptop. In he does right, but this yeah, and we've moved on with the computer. Like TV computers have started to look better. We're mm-hmm. all we've evolved, but it was like, and then and then he gets a, a secret message. <laughs> he gets an IM from somebody he doesn't know. Yep, and he shows up. Of course. So then what is his not, what else platform? is he doing? Yeah, he's, he's got he's sulking. To do. He's sulking. Yeah, he he's will, eating he'll... uh TV TV meals with wine. TV his uh yeah. his TV dinner. Yeah. Which was very pathetic. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty bad. Well, he's a pathetic dude. I mean, he had sex with Lila. <laughs> and then he tried to play it like, oh, I didn't even know you were here when you here. So, like, uh, you just you just had sex with her. You could have stayed home alone. Yeah. <laughs> you chose this for your life. Also, yeah, when he's like trying to be dark and like depressed. Yeah. I'm like, I, I just feel like he's being a little too cliche. It's like, okay, sleeping with Lila. Well, this is all uh, he, he's never actually been depressed, been dark before. No, he's never, he he's never been has. depressed, but not like, he's never been dark. That's he's true. never brooded. So he's just kind of like, oh, what do you do when you brood? You make bad sexual choices. <laughs> and, well, and Lila is, is, is on the offensive. Like she wants to bring him to Wolfram and Hart. Yes. And I, so all yeah. these are, are, are not, not to excuse anyone's choices, but she is, Connecting with him, flirting I a little bit. I think she is. I think, but I, in that scene when she kind of like slithers out of his bed, <laughs> I believe every word she says. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. I don't think any of, like when she's like, I like it when you hate me, like that turns me on, yeah. like whatever, like all of that. I don't, yes, she's manipulating, she has other goals, but I think she's being like, she's being straight with it. I agree. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, when yeah. she's like, I'm not those like doughy-eyed girls that <laughs> yeah, my heart. Like, sure. I don't give a shit about what this is. This yeah, is I don't, just like, yeah, you might have said Fred when you were inside me, but I don't even care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's great oh um yeah it's, it's funny that the most i don't want to say villainous but she is one of the most villainous characters on the show and she's 100 percent human yeah, yeah. Uh, i guess his holtz is too yeah, yeah. that's true mm-hmm. oh. oh interesting oh, interesting tying themes together um, i do like i like the the as much as i called it a glow stick rave i do enjoy <laughs> that club scene yeah, like, and then we have the different players in different places. Yeah. I enjoyed watching Connor and Angel fight together. Like, yeah, it was good. I mean, yeah. Justine was in it. That's the worst part of the show. <laughs> yeah, if Justine had somehow not been there, yeah, I would have loved that. That scene. <laughs> and by the way, both Buffy and Angel love clubs with catwalks. Yeah, oh, people yeah. can look oh, down. Well, yeah, you gotta oh. have a place where people can have a conversation. <laughs> I don't look think... down at everyone else <laughs> yes. having fun. I will say. I've not been to a ton of clubs in my life. However, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever been on a catwalk at a club. I don't think they want people up there. No, you're like not allowed to go up there. (laughs) They do it at rock clubs. 
Oh, like where people like where, where bands play. Sure, sure. But, but then, at a teen, this was uh, the bronze is where is. I would say the it makes more sense that the bronze would have an upstairs mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. It makes less sense at this club because this club is a straight up club. So this club maybe is a multi purpose space. Right. So, so it's they, like a photography studio. Because <laughs> aren't there go go like dancers? A live theater <laughs> venue. Improv shows. <laughs> Improv shows. Yeah. It's a br- they're bringer shows though. Yeah. Yes. You get a minute for every person you bring. <laughs> there are shows that are like that. There are shows like uh, that. Um, uh, also, I wrote blue eyeshadow on Cordelia. She's wearing a lot of blue eyeshadow in these episodes. She is. But how was that look then? It was yeah, like came back. She, yeah. It's like silver blue. Also, they're like slowly figuring out her hair. Yeah. Sometimes it's <laughs> a little flat. Sometimes it is voluminous. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle, it looks great. Yeah. There was. Yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. So there was like a scene where it was very down. Yes. And then there was a scene where it was extremely up. It was. <laughs> yeah, it was aggressive. Almost spiked. Like it was so, it was so high. thickly up. And then there was like, I think there was like some time for the hair to rest and it looked yeah, great. Exactly. Which that is true. That happens to me almost every time I try to like really do my hair. When you finish doing it, it looks wrong. Yeah. And then an hour later, it looks great. Mm-hmm. So you have to make it look too big. So that and it'll, it'll calm look, down. Yeah. Whereas if you make it look nice when you're in your house, it's going to be flat later. Yeah. Is, um, this, is this the show foreshadowing? I mean, I'm being maybe giving way too much credit, <laughs> but are they telegraphing where she's headed at the end of tomorrow with her hair? Oh, so it's going it's high. Like, she's, <laughs> rising. <laughs> she's rising. It's, and it's, uh, and a she's, conflict of the decision. Also, it's blonde. So she's like right. flying up and she's very glowy. <laughs> uh-huh. Also, okay. I know, I know that the show is trying to communicate to us that she's very angelic mm-hmm. in her outfit. Yes. In her. Okay, wait. We have. To, are we talking about the end of the episode? Yes. Okay. Is there? Because there's a question in my mind. Is that a dress or a dressing gown? I don't know because it looks sort of like she's wearing a nightgown. Yep. With a dressing gown over top, mm-hmm. like an old school movie star, mm-hmm. sure. and then she put on real shoes. She put on. She's definitely wearing real shoes. Because at first I was like, did she literally like roll out of her house yeah. in slippers? No, she's wearing actual shoes. Right. But that dress, be, here's the thing lingerie fashion has been in at different times. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That style of dress as lingerie fashion has never, never. been fashionable. <laughs> never. Long sleeves. Floor length, long floor sleeves. sleeves. Like, like uh, the f- floofy ruffling around no. the edges and like scalloping on the skirt. And then like paired, paired with a. A heel with a one yes. band like that look that look that was yes. like is now in again but yeah. was very I have in a pair. <laughs> yeah, they're cute. I I really want to get a pair. But it's like those are like a going out shoe. Yes. With with a honestly, it looks like a dressing gown. No, as a dressing gown, five stars. You know, I like it. Like it's fun. It's I mean, it's a little bit, it's not very modern, but like, okay, like you're hanging out at your house and you want to mm-hmm. drink some wine and like a cute thing or like mm-hmm. You know, greet your boyfriend at the door, like whatever, like it's cute. Yeah, or if it's you want to like, like hang out, get out of your shower and not really dry yourself off, but yes, let but the like thing dry you <laughs> yes, off. Yes, like ooh, ooh. It, it looks thin but also absorbent. Yes, like it looks. I think it's great if you want to like pamper your. You want to do oh, you do a pedicure on oh, yourself, great. like wear that, great. like you feel so like fancy. Yeah, you're going to go tell the love of your life, your love that he's your love in your jeep, in your jeep. You're driving your jeep. With your well, it's only her. It's her only car. She couldn't like <laughs> a more like dressing gown kind of car. <laughs> I think you just fan corrected this. She was she had this realization. She's like, I gotta do this now in the middle of a oh. pedicure. 
She's in a rush too, so she, she's like, "Wait, was she wearing the shoes when she did the?" Pedicure? No, no, no. The shoes are the shoes are by the door. So she's she like, had to "I don't slip know." Her toes in, yeah, and she very, very carefully <laughs> put it in. Thank God they're not a thong type shoe. Oh, because, that's so much harder because then your your big toe's gonna get fucked up. Yeah, right. She's like, happens. "I gotta do this now. I gotta call him. All I right. gotta get on the road because I live in East Hollywood. I gotta get to yeah. Point Doom. Yeah, she's, yeah. Which we already talked about traffic, but yeah, still, but it's yeah. still a yeah. No matter how you, she's go. on the ten, I guess. Maybe yeah, the ten. At, yeah. at night, at like ten at night, yeah. maybe it's not so bad. But Unless she, she's went up and she's like on the one thirty four, and it's okay. So down. she took the okay. So there was there was a ten minute slowdown on the ten. So oh. she did that thing where she took the five oh, yes, right. north and then one thirty four to the one hundred one to uh, then go down on four hundred five, which yes. is I mean God, that's going to take forever. Here's the thing, so, but sometimes it's faster. It is, what is Los faster. Angeles. You're going fifteen miles more, and it is faster. It's so mm-hmm. annoying. So that's why she's like. I'm wearing my dre- my my clothing right now. I gotta go. Yeah, I was self drying. I yeah. don't have time to change. Well, she's self drying and hanging out with her boyfriend who, as as he was dumping her. <laughs> yeah, because he also shows up to dump her. Because she also bought <laughs> two of his favorite foods, which are tuna and ice cream. <laughs> which, yeah, she didn't. Did she come home in that outfit? No, no, no. Okay, no. But okay. she was wearing another white outfit though. Okay, so she changes. She comes. So, home. Okay, so I think she did. She like. Gets broken up with and puts on this outfit. She's like, I'm going to treat myself. This was a horrible day. Yeah. Ugh. By the way, where is Gru going to go? Uh, it doesn't sound like you with can- With that smile, anywhere he was. <laughs> yeah. He's going he, to go. have any trouble finding another princess. Straight to Calvin Klein. <laughs> he's, yeah. Where they will tint his eyes because they're too much. <laughs> they're too much right now. <laughs> the first thing's first, they'll just pluck those contacts right out of his eyes. Like when you go to the optometrist, you actually still have them on there, just like doink, doink, and you're like, ah, whoa, I wish I could do it that fast. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Um, yeah. So, so, so I feel not, bad for Gru. We're not worried about him though. Okay. He's I'm worried fine. about his inability to, how, how long he took to say something to Cordelia. The part that really broke my heart was when he says to, who is it? When he's like, if my lady asks. Oh, just Lauren. to Lauren, yeah. Yeah, but he, she won't ask. Yeah, he's like, if she asks, if she I asks. went for a walk. If she asks. And it's like, oh, he knows she's not going to ask. Not and she doesn't. She, she doesn't. doesn't. No, she doesn't even she's like, think about him. You, you're back. Did she, you go? She thought he was Angel when he walked in. What's terrible is I forgot he left too. Me too. <laughs> and I thought it was Angel. But then, and then, I know, I and know. I, but I knew it was setting us up for something. So I was like, oh, maybe it's like Connor or a right. demon or Holtz. Yep. Oh, no. The exact I, same I thought. Because I, I, feel, I feel really bad for Gru. Because... He is being so open and on. I mean, last week I said he needed to like raise his standards. And I still think that. But he's being so like vulnerable and honest with his needs with her. And she is just, she is not hearing him. She Mm -hmm. doesn't hear him. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. When he serves her that mud drink. Oh my God. And she doesn't drink it. And then he drinks it while she's like fawning over Angel. The mak makna. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, other question. Do you drink the mud drink? I would take it. I would. I would would take a sip and go, hmm. And I wouldn't give it back. The way that the thing that I hate when people do in TV shows is take a sip, it's horrible, and they give it back. I'm like, wow, that's really rude. Yeah, just put it down on the counter. Right. Yeah, you don't have to give it back. Honestly, to them. hold it. I just that's hold what it. I usually yep. do. Sometimes I'll hold it for a long time unless they're staring at me to see if I'll drink it. Mm-hmm. I'll drink it. It doesn't taste good. Like wine, because I don't really like yeah. wine. I will like, oh yeah, cheers. I'll sip it, and then I hold that that same glass of wine also for like. 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And if someone's really watching you, you can be like pretty coy and just do the fake drink. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You and can just like touch it to your lip. And make yeah. it a little on your lips, right? So yeah. And like, then you're like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, 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 oh my gosh. <laughs> I must really love it if I'm slopping it down like this. 
And she could sit down at the computer, right? Put it down right. next to right. her. Yeah, put it on the other side of the monitor. Mm-hmm. He won't even see it. Right. He'll be off flying his sword around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> flying his sword around. <laughs> That's what Groot does, right? Yeah. Flying his sword around. Um, but instead, she rudely gives it back to him, and then he drinks it. Yeah. Which is so sad. I mean, it's sad, but it's also probably comforting to him, because the tea is right? oh, it's, he, he, it's, he it's a comfort it. drink. Right. So he's comforting himself. Yeah. Now, in uh, fairness, though, to Groot... He's been gone almost a year. Mm-hmm. He kind of, and I'm sure there's a parallel to something else, but he kind of comes back and is hoping things are like they were. But obviously, I mean, maybe he's inexperienced in this, but things are never going to be the way they were. Sure. So he had maybe some false expectations going in, and maybe Cordelia did too. So this is unfortunate, but maybe this is a learning moment for Grusalug. I think it is. I think this yeah. is his first real heartbreak. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. You're Not every relationship you're in is going to work out. Right. And... You know, from the jump, or not from the beginning, but certainly from when he came back, she he's been in love with her, and she has not been there, and that's a tough position to be in. Mm-hmm. But I think it played out the way that plays out. Sure, you know, one of them has to bend, and it was he he had to take care of himself and move and move on. Like I've had friends who have been with somebody that has ended. Mm-hmm. They started dating someone new, and that new person. <laughs> Literally looked just like the ex. <laughs> I mean, she dresses grew up like Angel. Yeah. Like I, uh, that's yeah, a real thing that that's happens. That's what happens. She wear makes him wear Angel's clothes. <laughs> like mm-hmm. legit takes Angel's clothes, has him wear it. In silhouette, she thinks he's Angel. Yeah. And also, <sighs> like, I mean, here's the thing. We know that Gru will find a girl that will love everything he does and mm-hmm. be wowed. They're gonna be so annoying. Oh, they're gonna be so annoying. I will not want to hang out with them. Like their wedding. Oh, like you oh. go because they're so nice. They're so nice. You like both of them as people, and when they're separate, they're okay. But their vows are forty-five minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh them. Oh my god! And they're so earnest, you can't even be mad. <laughs> but you're just like, oh god. And all of it is just a metaphor about like being a prince and a princess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is there anyone in the Buffy verse? I know this is a huge <laughs> diversion. No, I love it. That grew. We could set him up with. Oh, that would match his. Uh, almost naive goodness, but I think he's getting a little more realistic in that. Okay, here's Dawn. one. Okay, Dawn is interesting, but not yet. Not yet. She's got it. She's got to age. Right. But one a relationship that I think that they would be honest and challenge each other. Anya. Yeah. Oh, that's because I think they would both like she would her bluntness and her like kind of t- like because she is a little uh, tougher. Mm-hmm. Like she's not as flowery. Mm-hmm. But they're both so honest that I feel like they could make it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and agree. it would be it would be interesting. I like that a lot. I also I just want to give Anya well a, a nice guy. Yeah. for a sec. Yeah, I've got ideas. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh I've got ideas, girl. <laughs> I've got ideas. Oh, <gasps> uh, we gotta save that for the hell mouthy ao three dot org. Is that there dot org? Uh, like, Is it com? Just start typing archive in your phone. It'll. Oh yeah, it's dot org. I'm seeing it in my head. It's not for profit. <laughs> they don't make any money, which it, it shouldn't. They shouldn't. They're, but, they're, you know it's what? fan work. They shouldn't yeah. make any money. No. But I'm glad that you get what you get out of fan fiction by writing it. Are you talking to me? <laughs> to, to you specifically. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Archive of our own dot org slash uh, diet do rye. <laughs> <laughs> that was my aim handle. <laughs> oh, that um, tracked. Uh, it does. Um, okay, so... Gru is gone. Gru leaves. Long live Goodbye, Gru. Well, yeah. He's wandering the streets of LA in, in theory. Yeah, but again, somewhat, he's going to get, he's like uh, David Boreanaz at 19. He's going to be wandering the streets of LA. Yep. Some agent's going to see him and be like, are you in the pictures? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's going to be like, 
pictures, like uh, photographs. Uh, my princess, uh, past princess, had a camera. And, then be like, and the guy's like, wow, you had a monologue prepared. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get you a commercial agent. <laughs> I like the idea he starts up Gru, Gru, Gru Investigations. Oh. He has his own little posse. And they're all like just sort of like, oh my God, they're like all bizarro. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. I would really like Cute. that. Speaking of cuteness, mm-hmm. when Fred is being a vampire, mm-hmm. like, you're not in cats. And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> so cute. He's so happy. I was just like, oh, because there can be fun in this show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always have to be dark. Mm-hmm. And Fred is part of that. And she's yeah. come a long way from the beginning of the season terrified to come out of her room and now she is in the mix in a fake fighting scenario yeah she's in the mix she's not afraid she's her relationship with gun is like healthy and like she's doing really well yeah considering her trauma and everyone else around her is falling apart (laughs) yeah and um when angel is like super happy because he thinks um that holtz has given him (laughs) connor yeah when she's like hey you're really happy and then grabs the steak and like pokes him with it and it's not too happy, I hope. I really, I was like, oh, we need you. We yeah. need you right now. Fred. No, Fred is the light of my life right yeah. now on this show. And she's, and that's, uh, she's the only one who even brings that up, which yep. of course I'm thinking of the whole time too. Yeah. Like, Angel is kind of jumping into this. Don't get too happy, dude. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And Fred has to be the one that reminds him. And she's like one of the newest to the crew. Right. Yeah. Ugh. Well, she had experience bad angel. That's true. So yeah. she remembers she more more recently, maybe. Um, I also it was kind of obscene how susceptible to flattery Angel was when with Con- when Connor was involved. Mm-hmm. Like Connor just had to say like two nice things, and he was like, "Oh, me? Like, <laughs> yeah, really? You you think I'm great and good at fighting? I, I don't know. I know. I, I just have been practicing for like a couple hundred years. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like, oh, geez, well, I guess weird. Angel in his mind thinks, okay, here it is. I'll have my son with me. We'll be uh, fighting uh, uh, bad guys together, uh right? And the scene, the like, see, if you only saw um, the scene at the rave in their little alley scene, you might think that is what the show is going to be now, Mm -hmm. right? Because it looks like that's functioning for both of them, right? Uh, It's not what the show becomes. No, it's not. Um, They go to a drive in. Oh, yeah. In LA, Mm. somewhere. Yep. There are drive ins, but not like that in LA. No. Yeah. You got to go. Out. That's yeah. That's you got to go like that's, uh, Alhambra. No, that's not even. It's Redondo, further. No. I mean, you can. I'm sure there's like one left in, in SGB. Riverside. Oh, like yeah. somewhere or maybe Somar. Bakersville. Bakersfield. Bakersville. I mean, might be in Bakersville. <laughs> there's, yeah. There's a lot going on. In Bakersville. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And and. <laughs> Well, from in heart, do they? Do you think they were watching the movie the whole time? And go when they get to the helicopter part. Oh yes, that's when we're going to swoop <laughs> <They knew>. in. <laughs> that's like, why it took so because it's this hold, revenge. Hold. Really, they waited a long time. And for they're this like, revenge. we okay, we know it's coming up in five minutes. So start the the rotors. Yeah, because you got to get up and yeah. over. Yeah, has to be exact. Moment. And we, it was cool looking. <laughs> it, was it was cool, it was. and it was a fun thing for Connor to be like, "Why well, did they do that?" Yeah, and then the fight and the and Connor like saying, "My name's Connor, and that's my dad," and all that bullshit. Like, it was, again, if the show was a different show, that would have made me happy. But mm-hmm. I knew the show was Yeah, we that. know what it is. And yeah. that's the part, all that stuff takes on a saccharine quality because we know there's something, like, nefarious going on inside Connor's yes. mind because of Holtz. Yeah. Ugh. But what is the Wolfram and Hart plan here? Just to know. send in a bunch, Ugh. not even that many. I thought they were going to capture Connor. Me too. They didn't. Well, I think, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I very, think that was their <laughs> that was their goal. It was very poorly executed, even by for their standards, right? Well, and like they, they underestimate would, everyone. That's like their problem. Like, they, yeah, they should always assume it's the going to be wet ten. Like they set their expectations, they should expect it's going to be ten times harder because they always think it's going to be easy. Why? why? I don't because know. They're they, very not good hubris. Well, they're not good fighters. But they they represent demons, so you think that okay, we have a uh, vampire with the soul, and now his crazy son. Yeah. maybe let's get a few yeah. of those uh, yeah. demons with the one hundred percent sticks. Yeah, but I still feel like even from the pilot when Angel was in that high rise, and they were like, "This can't kill anyone because there's glass here, and the glass protects you from the sun." And he's right. just like, "Okay," and he like throws the guy outside. The guy burns it all the way down. Yes, like yeah. your glass is not you. It's right. glass. You know what? That would have been so funny if it was like also shatterproof glass. And he just like bonks down and then Angel's like, hmm, all, all right. right. And then he had to stick up and he's like, yeah. okay, fine. Or he throws him against the glass a few more times. Like, bonk, 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 bonk. And then finally it's, it like does that thing where it cracks, but yeah, then yeah. like doesn't break. Yeah. Right. That would have been really good. But it does break because they're they're just, yeah, that's it. They think that they're protected by money and a law degree. And they park their van right in front. Oh my, oh God. my God. How dumb is that? So dumb. Again, not defending Wolfram and Hart here, but... Well, here's the other thing about surveillance. I guess back in the times, I think now, though, you kind of don't need a surveillance van. <laughs> no, unless your plan is to, like, ex- like jump out and kill people from sure, the van. Right. Go back. Go away. Right. Yeah. Get really far away. Or do it on radio. Yeah. Or, uh, like, um. oh, my God, best way to, to spy on someone, you get a drone, have the drone flown by a 13-year-old kid wearing, like, a monster shirt, mm-hmm. and everyone's just like, okay, this kid's annoying. Sure. But Wait, like Monster Energy Drink or like uh, a Monster Energy a Drink? A Bigfoot. <laughs> okay. okay. Or a Bigfoot. <laughs> Either one. Um, but I mean, then you're just like, okay, this is like a little shithead flying a drone. This can't be connected with like a big company that's spying on me. But even if it is, you can't. No, I still think you have the 13-year-old like in another area. Okay, sure. Because you can't get it a drone. Whereas you can get Get at a a 13-year-old child. Oh, (laughs) a 13-year-old child. Or a van. Both of those are things you can beat up. Yeah. But a drone, you can't beat up a drone. Exactly. It it flies up and then you can't (laughs) can't can't reach it. it. I mean, Connor can jump high, but he can't jump that high. Not that high. Well, that's a good transition to start to head to our end because I forget that Wolfram and Hart is still obsessed with Connor as... Well, prophecy in this show is all over the place, yeah, but yeah. they view this Connor as somehow significant mm-hmm. in whatever is coming, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's why they want him and still dissect him. Yeah. Yes. Though the dissecting part is like, one, this kid is really easy to brainwash. Yeah. <laughs> Two, you don't know, like, I think dissecting someone is a bad move. <laughs> no, uh, official home out these stands. <laughs> don't dissect people. <laughs> but I think. It just seems like so counterintuitive to like learning more. And they exactly. know he's a normal human. So I don't know what dissecting would even tell. Right. Them. I feel like testing is like put him in a jail where you like push him to his endurance levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, put uh, things on his brain where you can look at his brain waves. A hundred percent. Like get Cal Penn back to yeah. uh, do oh, his little yeah. brain thing. He's, yeah. He's exploded. He's dead. But do, he's, he's dead. Uh, but do different speeds of buses. How fast can the bus be? And he yeah. still gets on it. Yeah. These right. are the things oh like test God. him. Like make him a test subject, like a prisoner. And te- like, but you're gonna cut him open, dude. Right. That honestly, that is so like on the wrong side of history. Like you are so antiquated <laughs> and like old sounding. If you think that like dissecting a person is how you learn about them, yeah. Especially because we not only is that old timey strategy, but we now from from our vantage point, no, it d- wasn't always right. No. People made conclusions based on 
dissections that were just false. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. I think definitely they should take him out to like some kind of desert compound and like make him do a series of trials mm-hmm. and then know. see how he does. Yes. Try bigger and bigger moving vehicles to see if he can jump on them. Train. Maybe like Airplane. do a little bit of a Truman Show scenario. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Hold- Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was like, do I have to explain this? No. no you guys are right. I buy it. I okay. like it. Because they want, the, ultimately, for this prophecy, yes. they want him on their side. They want him on their side, and they also want to control him. So dissecting completely. Is not going to help anything. <laughs> no. If anything, that might trigger whatever the thing they're worried about is. Right. Yeah. Like, come on, guys. Get together. Also, like you said, Ryan, he is very easy to brainwash. They could just, like, tell him 10 times in a row. <laughs> I'm your father, I'm your father, I'm yeah. your father. And then he's and like, like, maybe give him a hug and a ding dong. Yeah, and then he's like, Dad. Because <laughs> oh. that's, I think that's also the show wants us to believe. And I kind of do believe because right now I am so uh, uh, empathetic for Con- sympathetic mm-hmm. to Connor that if Cordelia showed up, it would shake Connor a little bit. Yeah. Because I think that find- her comforting him was, that was a real moment. Sure, oh, absolutely. And so if she were there, I think it would be, especially if she were there trying to shake him out of this rage he may be able, like, he may have changed course. Yeah. So does Skip, as a powers that be representative, have any care for this prophecy too? Because uh, they know what's happening on the beach. Mm -hmm. And he, as you said, he takes Cordelia out of that. Mm Because if she had shown up, maybe all that would not have happened. Yeah. So they are fully aware that they are allowing Connor and I, Justine, to throw Angel into the bottom of the... And they also know that they're not giving that context to Cordelia. Correct. Exactly. They're keeping that from her, which is pretty effed up. Yes. But right, like I think that they can't, they do not empathize with anybody. No. And they're just like, this is the thing that needs to happen. Uh, you need well, to. And they're also, I think they, they want to test her, but they also want her to pass the test. Exactly. So like they're kind of putting their thumb on the scale too. Mm-hmm. So they, they're testing her. Like, will you abandon your chance to have a, lo- a relation, you know, the, confess your love to Angel. Right. But also, are you also willing to let Angel die? Or be trapped underwater or whatever. Which mm-hmm. she doesn't know, like you she said. She doesn't know. So like, if they gave her both of those, she probably yeah. wouldn't. She may not pass it. I think she wouldn't. I don't think she, if if the she knew the consequence was Angel being tortured forever, mm-hmm. I don't think she would choose that. Well, and yeah, and on top of that, on top of her love for Angel, she knows that Angel is a force of good and has been an integral part of like maintaining balance yes. of good and evil. So like there's two things like her definitely I would say it's mostly that she loves Angel. Yeah, yeah. But like it would also be like, no, I think Yeah, he's, he's gonna important. he's he does a lot of good. Mm-hmm. And when he's not here, that good is not done. Mm-hmm. So Ugh. we get our final shot of uh tomorrow is like or final shots are like flashing back and forth between her ascending into light and angel descending into the ocean in his Which box. Are, well, yeah. And honestly, the scene where he's telling Connor that it's okay and that he forgives him and that he should never feel bad about like, oh, geez, Louise. Yeah, that's that's tough. That, I mean, that is, I, that's love, I guess. That's yeah. love. That is like, that is that, love. and I guess that's kind of what you can get from this is that it's the difference between Holtz and Angel. In yes. Because yeah. yes. Holtz can't, is not, unable to give that, is unable, doesn't love Connor that way and doesn't love anyone that way. Yeah. But Angel, that is true. That is truly, if you love someone, that's how you treat them. Yeah, that's, whoo. And I mean, not to bring in a show that we don't talk about on this segment, but because it's verboten, it's verboten. But uh, what we see with uh, the other show, wait, what show is she talking about? 
<laughs> you know what show she's talking about? Talk about Grimm? We've talked about Buffy a lot on this <laughs> yeah. episode, and usually we don't talk about it that much, but that can't be the show. Is she talking about Firefly? Or maybe Battlestar Galactica? Oh, it's true. We don't talk I'm talking about, about Buffy. Oh! <laughs> okay. Okay. So in, in the episode that was also airing this week, which was the uh, season finale of season six, yes. we have a very similar like one character telling another character who is like doing something bad. I love you. I love you. I love you. While that person is actively harming that person. Yes. Mm. And so I thought that was like a really interesting, I feel like that was, it is. Yeah. And I think that in this one, the self-sacrifice part is less active because angel has no choice. Oh, he's, he's Angel's lost. Trapped. <laughs> he's trapped. And we will talk about the other one. Uh, yes. Tune in to the season six finale of hell mouthy. <laughs> uh, but you're right. There's total parallels there. Yeah. Um, intentional or otherwise. I don't know. In yeah. terms of writers' rooms, if they talked about those themes, but it is something where, like, Angel essentially, as far as he knows, with his last communication to the world, and certainly his last communication to Connor that he knows he's ever going to have, says "I love you" mm-hmm. and thinks about Connor's future, not about himself. Mm-hmm. And that's beautiful. Yeah, I got to admit though, when the shot of him going down, and you see him in the uh, in the little uh, glass. Mm-hmm. I did laugh a little bit because it's like it's cheesy. Yeah, no, <laughs> down, went down. I did laugh at this one part where he just looks so bummed out, <laughs> and he's he, he just like, yeah. I'm gonna get out of this one. <laughs> he like lands and he's like, what a wake. <laughs> You're right. I feel like it would have been better. I think seeing his face made it more goofy. It I, if yeah. we just saw the box, like. Correct. Go to yeah. the bottom. Yeah. Boom. Because we know who's in the box. Right. Yeah. We're <laughs> not going to forget. I don't think we needed to see his face quite so illuminated because no. it was. It's like he had a little light. Yeah, yeah, there was definitely light. a little light in there. And I was like, um, where do you get that light? He's in the deep ocean. Yeah. Maybe kind of gave him a little light. Kind of gave him like a little that battery operated so, light. So we could watch himself decay. Oh, that's my the other. God. Oh, wait. He can't. Oh, I guess know. his we hands. So he I was would not. set up a mirror, but he can't. He would just be waterlogged, but he eventually. I guess he'd be the same, right? Yeah, because he doesn't decay. Right? He doesn't? No. So they okay. don't decay, but he's not having any food. So he'll probably be really hungry. Oh, that's right. He'll be very hungry. He doesn't get skinnier. I'm trying to I remember. Other, have, we seen this? have we seen this with other vampires? I can't remember. I think he should get skinnier. Whether or not we see that in the actor, he unknown. Could, he could get more feral. I mean, again, Crazed. we're assuming yeah. he's going to get out. Yeah. Uh, uh, no spoiler. Hashtag no spoiler. Yeah. yeah. So the either, here's the thing. Either he stays in that box and the show becomes about everyone else or he gets out somehow. Right. Um, but I'm just trying to remember if we've seen vampires be locked, because that's a kind of a trope, right? Of mm-hmm. vampires yeah. being like locked in a box or whatever. And then you free them. What do they look like? What did Darla look like? I mean, sorry, uh, Drusilla. When what? Didn't they, when they brought her... How did they bring her back? Sorry. They just called. She came. She was off oh, doing she her thing. Yeah, she, she just gave her a, They sent her an email. She was living her best life. Yeah, yeah. She was, <laughs> okay, she was, they, Darla. they pinged her. And they slapped her. And just like Drusilla showed up and like turned yeah. her. That's not a good example. What um, about the, uh, d- again, the show we shall not name Buffy when the uh, she had the test by the watchers. I was just thinking that that, that guy, guy. He was crazed, but he was already always crazed. Yeah. He looked a little Frankenstein-y. He did. Um, Looks a little pe- peckish. I think they just get they get super hungry and maybe okay. gaunt. Sure. And um, uh, uh, they get like bags under their eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay, they look like they pulled an all all nighter. Right. Yeah. Like they're cramming for a final. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or they went to Vegas or something. Yeah. <laughs> right. so, so that's why they're bloated. Um, there we go. Uh, but I mean, I'm trying now, to see my notes wh- here. What is the show saying with that shot? So uh, Cordelia is rising. He is falling. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously clear. 
clear me- uh, metaphor or, yeah. or imagery there. But as a viewer, I don't think Angel deserves this. Or is I this think, like his self-torture personified? I think it's supposed to be like tragic. I think we're supposed to be more invested in the love story than I think the three of us are as we've been talking about it. <laughs> yeah. No, because I yeah. half a season ago, I was invested in this love story. And right now, Me I'm too. Like, so I think we're supposed to have been shipping it hard mm. and have been thought, oh God, at the end of the season, she's going to, like, we've been seeing the writing on the wall with Gru. That's going to end. The two of them are going to finally admit their feelings and be together. And honestly, the show gives us, oh, that's going to happen after the commercial break. And in the end, he's trapped and can't get to her and she chooses to go away from him and they're separated forever. Gotcha. Theoretically. Yeah. They're Uh, emotionally now in different places. They're physically far apart. They're in different. They can't can't connect to each other. Gotcha. He's also, I, box. yeah, I think it means that the writers' room saw the movie Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what I was thinking of when he was. <laughs> Doesn't oh it my so God. Aladdin. Honestly, so, even, Aladdin. so Aladdin that if you had asked me uh, before I watched these episodes how <laughs> Angel looks when he's at the bottom of the ocean, I bet he had chains around him and he was stuck <laughs> on the bottom of the ocean. I forgot the box. <laughs> like somehow my brain had put the two in one. Yeah. And just said that's what happened. Oh my god! So I was picturing he's him so Aladdin. He's so Aladdin, but in a box. In a box. Yeah, I really just didn't remember the welding. I just like my brain just didn't. Mm-hmm. Also, okay, the welding happens in about a second. Like she's, she's real fast. so fast at and welding. I, I think if you weld and then throw something in the ocean, I guess the welding hardens faster. Yeah, yeah. So, so they don't have to wait. So she's yeah. like instant. And You're Connor's using that. a power drill, which I noted in my notes. Like, oh yeah. I guess he knows. I guess it's not too hard. But he's like. Mm-hmm. He's oh, yeah. really good at tools. So, okay. we The thing that we missed was like about 30 minutes of her showing him how to use a power, well, power they, tools. They got out the directions for how to put that box together. And it's like an like, Ikea thing? Yes. Yeah. And they're like, how does this? And his angel the whole time saying, I love you. I will forgive you. And he's like, okay. Uh, ignore okay. him. Uh, what you gotta do is they're you gotta just, get the L. L- the whole time just seems like, he's lying. Now, we, what we have to do is we have to get an Allen wrench. Do we have one? Do you have one? He's like, I got a Phillips and I got a flathead. No. What I, <laughs> Neither of those are the right ones, Connor. And he's like, I have these pliers. And she's like, ah, those don't work in a pinch. (laughs) Ah, jeez. Oh, yes, Steven. (laughs) Quick random thought. I cannot prove this, but it looks like the show that shall not be named Buffy. When Uh Spike goes to the cave and talks to the demon, the costume of that demon with the green eyes looks a lot like uh, Skip. Skip. I know. I was getting that feeling, too. Mm -hmm. Well, but. They were separate shows. I know. It was like, hey, can we borrow Skip's Different costume? networks. So someone hopped oh Skip and jumped right over to okay. the WB Skipped. lot. Ah. Oh my God, do you know what would be the best special feature to be on these DVDs, but it isn't? Is at the end of the season six, on the season six Buffy DVDs, mm-hmm. there's like an outtake where they like talk about that that cave. And right. then at the end, the guy takes off his head and he skip underneath. Oh yeah. my God, what? <laughs> And he's like, ah, you never thought that would. And he like winks at the camera and then it like Looney Tunes closes in. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. Well, I hate to fan correct, but that would fit into show canon because we mm-hmm. don't, they don't, the, Buffy doesn't really say what this demon is. No. It could be a powers that be ish yes. representative. Mm-hmm. So it could yeah. be Skip. And we do know that the powers that be love to do like trials mm-hmm. for they you to get tests. what you want. They love, they love it. Yes. They, they love, love little it. rooms. They love, they love, they love small rooms. But then they'll Dark. like, They'll give you a test or a trial, and then at the end, they're like, I knew that was going to happen. And you're like, well, yeah. then okay. why? Right. If you knew, then let's just say it was done. Yeah, just why? pretend like it's already happened. Ugh. <laughs> Fucking powers. I'm hungry. I want a tuna sandwich. <laughs> Is that your way of saying? With ice cream? <laughs> With ice cream. Okay, first of all, 
if you're having a soft and wet lunch, you don't need a soft and wet dessert. That is my upset. I'm upset about that. Okay. Oh my God. What if you have a tuna melt? <gasps> oh. So it's like crispy so, on the okay. outside. You know what? I changed my mind. I would eat a tuna melt with a milkshake. Sure. That's great. Or like a tuna melt. And then afterwards, we're like, let's go get a cone. I would do yeah. that. Okay. But what if? I plop a scoop of tuna on a plate for you. Is it tuna salad or is it like straight up tuna? (laughs) Tuna like dry, not dry, but like a little bit of that water in there. Yeah, that's it. I pressed the can to like let out most of it and I just scooped it. Like like the way you would feed a cat. Like a cat. Like cat food. So you serve that to me. Or a bodybuilder. Uh, Here's what I do. As I pick it up, I take a little bite while you're watching and then I just hold it for 20 minutes. Put it by your computer monitor. (laughs) Put it by the computer and then I walk away. And then later when you're like, who's plate of tuna? I'm like, I I don't know. Mine's the cat. (laughs) <laughs> and then and then a uh-huh. sc- another scoop on another plate mm-hmm. of ice cream no no I mean Incorrect. I eat the ice cream and I say no thank you to the tuna <laughs> oh no thank you because I, I, one the way you served me that tuna was inappropriate <laughs> for guests <laughs> even if you're because like I have friends who are tuna who are not mayonnaise with tuna that's okay if you're not a mayonnaise with tuna but you gotta do something a little bit of lemon, lemon salt and pepper salt and pepper you can put some hatch chilies in there ooh ooh that's good yeah um you can do it uh like mexican style with um like olives and chili peppers yes there's a whole world there's a of lot tuna of ways to deal with tuna but the way you don't deal with it with me <laughs> is, is plopping it on a plate <laughs> plain straight out of the can scooped out with a fork on a plate while cats are uh. trying to get at the <laughs> at the counter <laughs> maybe some like mustard seed yeah like mm, okay. i like mustard i like to think after all you just gave me an idea. Yeah. At the very end of tomorrow, we cut to Gru in a diner. He's being served tuna melt with oh. ice cream. And someone's like, you look like you had a rough day. And Gru's like, this girl I knew, she's in a better place. Oh, and then, Craig. oh, no, you know what he does? So do you know how she's like, don't mix them together this time? He takes a spoonful of the of the milkshake and puts it on top of the mm-hmm. sandwich and takes a bite. And he goes, she's in a better place. And then a bit drops to the ground oh. to represent Angel. Oh. Descending. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> and as he bites, a, like a piece of it, like flies in the air. <laughs> oh my god! And then he looks across the table. It's I Justine. Yeah. Oh my god! What if they hooked up? Ew! <laughs> it's that's mean to grow. Who deserves better? That's so mean to grow. No, it's Anyanka. Yeah, it's Anyanka. Anyanka. It's mm-hmm. definitely Anyanka. I think <sighs> they would just they would just be really good to each other. Mm-hmm. That's the thing too. Yeah, because the thing with Gru is that he. The problem with Sanders is that he doesn't know what he wants. Mm-hmm. Gru knows what he wants and communicates that. Mm-hmm. There's a couple problems with Sander. He is also <laughs> the type of person, and I think everybody has this to a certain extent, but it's something that you have to unlearn because it's like a bad habit. He treats the people closest to him the worst. Because mm-hmm. he knows they won't go away. Yes. Right. And not even in a test way, just like he forgets mm-hmm. them because mm-hmm. he knows they'll be there. He knows they love him. Mm-hmm. So he is not always thoughtful of them. Mm-hmm. And so Gru is not that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his family life was like, but it must have been really healthy. Mm-hmm. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. he treats the person he loves the most the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and can you imagine how much Anya would love, like, if he made her a little cup of that mud drink? She would drink it. She would drink it. And you know what? If she hated it, she would say, this tastes gross. Yeah. Please this don't make it for me anymore. Yeah. yeah. Right? Make yeah. sure you never yeah. make it for me again. You're welcome to drink it. But after you do, please brush your teeth. <laughs> and he'd be like, of course. Yeah. I'll do that right now. Of course, now. my princess. I would love to do that. Okay. How much would it cost to get those actors together? Oh, my God. And have them shoot. Just, just like, like a one-off. A web series. Well, let's, oh. r- l- let's write it. Okay, first. We'll write it. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we'll pitch it okay. to uh, Emma and Mark. That would be amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think they really would be would good for be... each other. 
Yeah. I was <gasps> trying to think of the actors would be insulted. But like that show was so long ago. <laughs> we both like moved on in our lives. I guarantee you we are like the ninth person that day to ask them to do something. And we're like, no, no, no. it'll take like two days to shoot this. Two days and we'll we, do all we'll do everything. Uh huh. We'll we'll talk to Mutant en- Enemy. Don't worry. <laughs> and um we can offer you uh crafty and copy. <laughs> and yeah. Credit. Oh and crafty I, copy I'm, credit. Yeah. yeah, and I'm pretty good at like uh knitting. Yeah. Make me your hat. I can make you a small paper mache statue. You you make really good paper mache. Thank you. I I have a buffy at my house. I don't, I don't know what I could do. I could get the coffee. Oh cool. There. Oh great, 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 great. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to think about oh, it. Add coffee to the mix. Coffee, crafty, credit, coffee. coffee. Ooh, oh, oh, oh. Um yeah. um, we said everything we need to say about these. Apps. Here's the thing. We could honestly though talk three more hours about them because Absolutely. there's so much in them, but I feel like we hit the pieces we needed to hit. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um Oh, just one quick note. Yes. Did you notice, or of course you noticed it, but I just thought it was like, well, because it was such a, it was a big thing that happened. It was like when um, Angel and Connor, so they finish their fight and they're in the alleyway and Connor's like about to, Mm -hmm. and Angel punches him into staking the van behind him. (laughs) That was so cool. It was cool. I was like, oh my gosh, how cool. It is so cool. I love, and again, it does kind of go wrong for Angel, so maybe it wasn't a good strategy. I love how like, accepting Angel is of the fact that his son sometimes wants to kill him. Yeah. He thinks it's funny. He thinks it's funny and he's like, oh, kid, of course you want to kill me. I want to kill it. I wanted to kill everyone when I was your age. Uh, Hey. Yeah. He's like, like, I'd want to kill me too. And he he thinks it's like a healthy exercise of the kid's like killing instincts. I think also he, because he fantasizes, like he he says, he like fantasizes so much about what the things they would do together. Mm -hmm. And so I think he's like, oh, now we're going through angst. Yes. And do you think he know Angel knows we're going to work through this with him? Like yeah. I think he rec- I think he has faith. He recognizes yeah. uh, faith. And oh, he recognizes yeah. uh yeah, faith is a good example, right? She who was on the wrong side of the tracks. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. counseled her. She is going through therapy in theory yeah. still now. Yeah. And maybe he feels I can do this with Connor. This mm-hmm. is my son. Of course I can do he, this. And yeah. he thinks it's his strength now cuz yeah. he did he it believes, successfully with yeah. faith. I think he believes in the power of redemption and he also thinks that he is someone who can, yeah, help people to it. Right. If I did it, my son could do it. Yeah, and exactly. I and I was in way worse shape. Exactly. It's his, oh, yeah. it's his attitude. He would be he a great um, yeah. social worker or uh, counselor. Right. I think he mind. would, yeah, I think in his mind. He's like, I'd be great. You can't, the problem with the social worker thing is he can't be in the sun. So, <laughs> right. well, and he gets like really broody and grumpy sometimes yeah. and just like withdraws from everyone. <laughs> yeah. So that wouldn't be great <laughs> as far as checking in. Yeah, he wouldn't be great at check in. <laughs> But maybe Gunn and Fred would be the support system, yeah, right? Great. And then they could like tell all the secrets about what Angel's doing. <laughs> just really loud. <laughs> six feet away. <laughs> oh guys, they really screwed up. They really screwed it up. Um excited to see how the season takes off next season. Yeah. yeah I mean, who knows what's gonna happen? Who knows right? what's gonna happen? Trapped at the bottom of the ocean. Uh up in some kind of ethereal world. In a pretty functional relationship, but wondering where everyone is. I mean, Cordelia's gone. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, I don't know up. How... That's where she's up. She's literally up. <laughs> she's literally. Yeah, up. we 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 talked about Angel, <laughs> Angel and then she said Cordelia. Cordelia, and then I was talking about Gun and Fred. Okay, so we covered <laughs> so like all so the now. Um, here's the people we haven't talked about. So is Gru talk... going to come back? Is Gru okay, gone? Gru, uh, gone and maybe with a modeling contract. Lauren's in Vegas, so I guess he's oh, off. Oh yeah, he's off the that show. Was, uh, yeah, who knows? But that's I, the thing, that that's... was sad. And the fact that the reason he leaves is because it's so painful for him to be around Connor hating him. I know is so sad because oh, it's just it's really sad because. He's doing the, the, he's taking care of himself. He's like taking care of sure. himself. He's yeah. protecting himself. But it's also, this is where his family was. These were his people. And he's 
he's having to kind of, yeah, start again in Vegas. And the thing is, too, I mean, he is doing the right thing for his, I guess, career. Yeah. Yeah. And also when they were just like, why don't you just move back into Caritas? And he's like, why? So you can like destroy it again, Mm -hmm. which is like just a reminder that even though he was family with them, they kind of didn't prioritize. They don't take care of him. Right. And Lauren does help people. He does. And he hasn't been doing that. It's true. uh, At uh, Angel Investigations. Not the way he used to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At Caritas. There's also... Caritas, whatever it's called. Um, Caritas. Caritas? We, we don't use it that we don't use his psychic powers that often, but he a hundred percent before Angel left should have Angel should have been like, Hey, yes. I'm going to go meet Cordelia to like talk about something. Right. Can can I sing to you just for a sec? Right. Also have Connor sing. Why isn't everyone singing? Everyone walking should into have that to door. sing every day. You walk in, stop at that little stoop, uh-huh. before you go downstairs, mm-hmm. sing me some something. Like just two lines. Yeah. And then Because the show yeah. loves doing the Mm-hmm. And then Lauren going. <gasps> yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, well, I would love this opportunity. Like, yeah. <laughs> now I'm picturing Lila having to sing for him because she visits, and then him seeing Lila and Wes have like angry hate sex. <laughs> oh my and god! He's just like, all right, Lila, have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured Lila singing "Don't Go Breaking My Heart" for some reason. Oh, Don't go she would. My heart. And then when it got to like the other the Tennille part, she would just look sad. <laughs> <laughs> I think I gotta go play computer golf. <laughs> oh my god! In my lonely, lonely office, and have Gavin walk in and be snarky to me. Uh, are you I sad? Are, are you sad that your favorite lawyer wasn't? Uh, I in know. These episodes. I Wait, know. he was. He wasn't he in the van. He was in the van. Oh right, but he didn't have. Yeah, he didn't verbal get to, sparring. He didn't, he didn't have to his snidely. Uh, yeah, he didn't get his usual <laughs> opportunity to be a dick. <laughs> yeah, he just is like, oh, oh. Oh, there's Angel and Kanye. That's oh, the kid. Oh, 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 they're coming in to the van. No. Uh, yep. Yeah, Gavin is a I, I like him. Yeah. Uh, but clearly, Lila is out, out manipulating even uh, uh, everyone in the firm. She, everyone. I think she is yeah. doing the work of the firm better than anyone. Well, yeah. I mean, she's doing the work of the firm and also like really aggressively protecting herself. Sure. Yes. Which you have to. You have to. And mm-hmm. she's not allowing herself to get consumed by it in the way Lindsay did mm-hmm. exactly though she is yeah she's not letting her get self consumed but she is also not keeping herself out of the bit out of the angel business sure no. she's she's up to it to her hip bones yeah but wesley mm. wesley would be a great asset knows angel yeah. oh my god uh the Excellent translator asset. said ah yeah that guy is great yeah so, he's, a, he's a great yeah. translator he can research like nobody's business yeah. right he, yeah, I would want him on my team, no mm-hmm. matter what side I was on. Right, so yep. that's a good move for her on her part. And he's got like that raspy voice now. Yeah, and I guess. I guess next season he's working from Wolfram and Hart. I guess, mm-hmm. or maybe not. I Wait. don't know. We don't know. He's working from home in sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> Wolfram and Hart. Okay, we telecom. Right. working from home. I was like, yeah. all we know really is he's probably gonna fuck Lila again. Oh, based yeah, on that, based on that interaction sure. that we read at the beginning of the show, mm-hmm. that's pretty much what we. Because mm-hmm. he didn't say, "Um, I'll be. I'll see you on Monday." I yes. mean, he's not going to work for Angel. I, I know I'm, I'm being coy here because I know what happens. But mm-hmm. I mean, he's not going to work. Go back to Angel investigations. I mean, here's how, the thing. How could he? I mean, how, could he? how here's how he could. Angel is gone. Oh, oh sure. yeah, <laughs> Angel so, is let's say trapped at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> but he box. did say, "Don't come back right. to uh, to Gun." Right? Don't come back here again. He's like, "Cause I'm going to go over there." <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's <laughs> you in a month. Just, my place is a mess. <laughs> here's because I think he could see. He could. He could run into Fred at the grocery store. Sure. <laughs> at the advance. Advance. And she's oh, and he first he turns he tries to turn, but like the t- it's he takes too off tight. his glasses really quick. Yeah, he takes off his glasses. Yeah. He tries to turn the cart, but the, the aisle is too small it's to do small a full aisle. U-turn. You have to sure. do like a three-point turn. He's like trying to do it. It's not a suburban Vons. And she <laughs> goes, 
Oh, it's one of those urban Vons. It's urban oh. Vons. And which, by the way, if you are a visitor to Southern California and you have an opportunity to go to, to a suburban Vons, do it. Do They're it. Great. Do it. Do it. Do it. They've got everything you want. They've mm-hmm. got good house brands. The prices are wonderful. The aisles. You could lay horizontally head to foot with yes. three people. Later, if you were visiting someone in the city and you're in the city and you have an opportunity to go to an urban Vons, <laughs> avoid it. Urban Vons, terrible. They're horrible. I, it's the biggest difference. Yeah. And you only have to go 10 miles to go from a beautiful Vons to an mm. awful Vons. Honestly, if you like, let's take, for example, the Vons in the middle of Los Feliz. Yes. Versus the Vons in Glendale. Oh, oh, different. Oh, <laughs> dream. Different. Dream. And, uh, Ralph's is not quite as bad, but a little bit of the inverse. Right. Because oh, yes. I think a city Ralph's, they have their stuff together. Yes. Suburban yeah. Ralph's, you can't always depend on it. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, weird hours. Weird hours. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, strange selection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, produce not great right but I will tell you and I mean I have been going to the same Ralph's in the city for 10 years but rock and roll Ralph's they have everything you need yeah they mm-hmm. have everything they've they have got a lot of stuff they've got good prices if you get in a weird mood where you're like you know what I'm just gonna eat raw food this week they got it yeah mm-hmm. if you're like I wanna just eat chips and dips they, they got, got it. it they've got everything and they, they have a pharmacy <laughs> They have like they, they have I mean, a pharmacy. They have anything you could want. Yes, a, an entire humongous hot bar, which is way bigger yeah. than and a sushi bar now. Which yeah. where they're making and again, it's sushi from a grocery store, but they're making it fresh, like on site, and yeah. the sushi chefs are there making it, so they'll make stuff for you, like right there. So if you want grocery store sushi, it's not like it's been in a freezer mm-hmm. or something. I don't know how usually, but like it hasn't been like it's not packaged and sitting there for ten hours. Exactly, their bakery is dope. They have like a meat monger who mm-hmm. will help you if you need mm-hmm. meat help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, they have every kind of cold brew you need. Mm-hmm. Office supplies. They yeah, have they everything. Have, they have decent. They have an okay magazine selection. <laughs> Here's the thing: the magazine selection I, appeals to me because I am a resident of the area, so they know what I'm into. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. But if you are just like a, it's not a very full magazine selection, but it is targeted. Yes. Ralphs. Right? A Ralphs. better way to shop. Ah, oh, I mean, in the city, you go out of the city, hit up that Ron, the Vons. Yeah, don't go or, to Ron's. Um, don't go to Ron's. Uh, I would say Sprouts. Love a Sprouts. In or out or anywhere. Um, well, I've only ever been to the one in Burbank, which is a suburban Yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't know. Are there any city Sprouts? I've never been to a city Sprouts. I've been, I'd try it. There's one in Torrance I go to. There's uh-huh. one in Burbank I go to. I like Sprouts, but Sprouts, you can't. If I'm in a chips and dips, dips mood, it's not going to really satisfy me. Yeah, I mean, you're going to get. You can't get Ruffles. You cannot. You can only get, like, Kettle. Kettle is, like, the brandiest okay, brand you but can here's get. the thing. Kettle, dipped and dip. Those shits, those shits are gonna break. <laughs> okay, have you had? I will say this: kettle chips, ruffle, salt and pepper. Okay, dip in onion dip. No, but you're, you're maybe living. Later you're today. living a new life. Okay, because you know what? Brand when life. I go to the Rock and Roll Ralphs, they're they gonna have, have both. both of those things. Yeah. Ooh, okay. love it. I'll try it. Very good. Try it. By the way, the Vons issue might have to do with the Vons Pavilions issue. Oh God! Yes. In the in oh. the uh, valley, so maybe that's yeah. why those Vons are a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. that's true. True. We've got all kinds of things happening. And then <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the TJs, which you know what? There are different layouts of TJs. Yes. But that, the food you get there is the same. Yeah. Uh, consistency. Consistency of the, of the product layout, sometimes good, sometimes awful. Yeah. Uh, uh, parking. Ugh. Yeah. The parking one can be, can be very hard. A test. The one, one near my house is walkable, so I, I don't park. Yeah. But the, the aisles are very wide. Which mm. is nice at TJ's because a lot of times they crowd those aisles. Yes. And then some people think they should have carts, which that's cool. Mm. But that's very tight. <laughs> also, if you have a cart, you should be conscientious about your cart. Uh-huh. I do not like when people are like, I'm going to leave my cart here. I don't care where I am. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to put it here. I need to go over 
down mm-hmm. the aisle, pick out my various items. And your cart isn't even parallel and no. against the right. wall. It's, it's like, like diagonal <gasps> in the middle. Your cart should be like your car. I need yeah. to park it here in a spot yeah. and then do what I'm doing. Yes. I do that thing where I put it to the side and then pick up the back wheels yes, and do it course. so it's hugging. Perfectly. Sure. That's so that great. way people can get through. Yeah. Right. I'm not a big uh, Trader, jo- Trader Joe's girl just because specifically of the one that's nearest me uh-huh. is I'm very bad. The Silver Lake one. Yeah, I can't Oh, I can't I've do never. That. You know what? It's that one bad. is such a nightmare just driving by the parking no, lot. Horrible. I've literally never been to it. No. I was like, horrible. the Silver Lake one, where is that? I was like, oh, the hell, hell one. The hell right. one. The hell mouth. Yeah. The hell I've never mouth. been to the hell mouth of Trader Joe's. <laughs> it's There's a new one Gelson. on San, yep. Santa Monica, like, yes. That I'm intrigued because the, that one, that Trader Joe's, you are there, that location had a Trader Joe's before and it had a huge parking lot mm. like that was Ooh. never full it was amazing yes. so I would drive I would drive to that Trader Joe's instead of go to the one that I could walk to mm. because it was like so easy and huge and I used to work near there but they closed it for construction and now it's in the first level of a high rise mm. so oh. I don't know I mean the parking lot is gone they yeah. built in the parking lot so I don't know what the parking is there but I'm like what if it's a great Trader Joe's it might be similar to like the Hollywood one where you get to park like just in that parking lot. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then you validate your parking. Yeah. I'm down. The Hollywood and Vinyl are the mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, Selma or whatever that yeah, is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think they intentionally have terrible parking to be like a hot club thing? Like, oh, oh it's hard to get in. It's very like they're creating ex- the demand. Right. Because I'm, I'm trying to picture like places where parking is more plentiful, like in the valley. And I feel like they do not value parking. I yeah. think you're right. I think what like, you're Gelson's so you is, has a huge parking lot right across yeah. the street. Yeah. Va- uh, Trader Joe's has four spots. Yeah. Ten people trying to direct traffic. Oh, my God. People are like... Yeah. And like weird... No, like bad. They have a, 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 a traffic light just for cars going it's into horrible. the parking lot. And then also... Okay. I will say... Because I'm thinking of the, the Trader Joe's near my parents' house in Torrance. Mm-hmm. And it is... And Torrance is a suburb. And um, it shares... a It's a, in a huge, huge, huge like... Um, complex of yeah. other things like there's an amc 20 uh there's a whole foods there's a 24-hour fitness there's all this stuff the parking area in front of the trader joe's is like the smallest weirdest catty cornerish thing in the and planted in the middle of the parking area is a standalone structure that used to be a fuddruckers and is now like a beauty supply store the whole foods area has parking on parking on parking, mm-hmm. parking, parking. interesting so i'm like do, does trader joe's they're just like we don't care I think it might be we don't care. And also, like, that's part of our model is, like, yeah, you got to work to get here. Deal yeah, with it. Deal with it. It's a popular place. Mm-hmm. Everybody's here. So you got to figure it out. <laughs> Here's I will say the one across my street, I never I used to never drive to because it's an underground parking and it's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I've started driving there more like on my way home from work mm-hmm. or something. It's not that bad to park mm-hmm. there. Like, it looks scary because it's like you have to go underground and you got to pull a ticket. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And there's an elevator. But like. It's actually not that bad. Okay. Yeah. So if you are ever, if you're in LA and you're at like Sunset and Crescent Heights, don't be scared of that Trader Joe's. Yeah. Right. Go to that parking lot. Yeah. It, it, you'll be fine. Yeah. You'll survive. Yeah. Which is where Angel Season 4 is set. In the, in the parking Trader Joe's. Jo- <laughs> parking lot of the Trader Joe's. It's very crowded. They they can only have like two people on camera at one time because it's like, it's so small. <laughs> it's really tight. <gasps> I mean, I would watch it. I guess yeah. I ha- here's the thing. We have committed. Yeah, we are gonna watch the next two seasons of Angel. <laughs> yeah, right. Even if they're set at a Trader Joe's. <laughs> yeah, and Chris is gonna come on the next season finale. Right. Explain even if the, it's in a Trader Joe's. Yeah. The thematic connections. <laughs> yes. To Trader Joe's and Angel. Oh, oh man, I feel we like we've done it. Now we really covered. We it. really did it. We really did it. <laughs> we were wrapping up like twenty minutes ago. <laughs> Supermarket sweep. Um. 
Cool. Well, uh, I think that's all we've had to say about that and uh, the various shopping places in Los Angeles. <laughs> yes. uh, thank you so much for coming on the yes, show. Thank, thank you for having me. I, it's always a pleasure and honor. Aww. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, not quite yet, but maybe very soon. So if you want to follow me to see when that news might be happening, I'm at Magoogs on Twitter, M-A-G-O-O-G-S. Great. Cool. That's a hate to be little taste. Uh, yeah, I hate to be uh, cryptic. Yeah, no, I like, uh, it's great. Oh, we're doing the last two episodes of season six of Buffy next. Oh. Um, <laughs> they're two to go and grave. And then <laughs> two weeks from now, unless we decide to take a break, go underneath the water to the bottom of the ocean, <laughs> <laughs> we will do the first two episodes of Angel season four, which Kelly is looking up right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, deep down. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. I bet that's set with Cordelia up in the air <laughs> and <laughs> ground state. Okay. Okay. Great. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, you guys. Um, if you are feeling kindly, please leave us a lovely review on iTunes. And you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hellmouth. You can follow me at on Instagram and Twitter at Kelly Nugie. You can follow Ryan on Instagram and Twitter at rmogi. And we will catch up with you guys next week. Oh. Oh.